0: Hello and welcome to a New Year's Day edition of the I'm Always Right Sports Podcast. Happy New Year to each and every one of you out there. For those who celebrate the New Year, I guess I don't know. I feel like everyone does, but at different times. Yeah. I- Oh, there you go. Yeah, there it is. There it is. Um, I am your host, as always, the Mouth of Michigan, Rob Adega. With me as always, my co-host, the Merc Zone, Mike Merkel. We are here, we're locked in, we're tired, we've got a shit ton of stuff to talk about today. Mm-hmm. Um one well, gonna be a pretty loaded show. Uh next week I think we'll be too, obviously, with college football playoff results coming in, so right. enjoy that stuff. Hopefully we're talking about a Michigan win. I say that and everyone's gonna listen to this and then go, ha, and then you know, <laughs> it is what it is. But uh, How did Jalen Mill roll for 650 yards? All on the ground. (laughs) Crazy. Um, We're going to be talking about that next week. But this week, Mike, we've got a ton to go over. We got Lions talk in bulk today. We're talking Pistons, both the good and the, I guess, relieving. (laughs) It's not good, but Mm -hmm. it's the, oh, thank God. And then there's... We've got wrestling news galore to talk about. We're talking New Japan Pro Wrestling's biggest show of the year, Wrestle Kingdom. The one time a year we talk about it. Yeah. It's their WrestleMania. It's important to talk about it. Because um, I like it. Every TNA wrestling fans like, you don't talk about Bomb for Glory. It's like, yeah, well, be better. Um, uh, maybe once they change back to TNA, maybe then maybe <laughs> then we'll talk about it. Yeah.
1: And then when they sell 300 tickets for their <laughs> next
0: first TNA show, <laughs> we'll talk about it. Aw. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we got some, I got a quick WWE topic I want to hit on, and we've got AEW news in bulk today. My goodness. Yeah. Lots one of, of us stuff. might
1: not be happy about it.
0: Oh, Lord. I, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll talk about it, but I don't think either one of us left that theater last night and was like, wow, <laughs>
1: phenomenal,
0: right? Like yeah. everyone's like, okay. And then we had some weird dude trying to talk to us who took up four seats at the movie theater, and I was like, I'm not. It's, it's 1 o'clock in the morning, bro. I, mm. can't, I can't even entertain this. Yeah, kayfabe conversation that we're having right now. Mm. It was rough, but anyway, we'll get to it. But let's start off. I think on the, I think on the highest note possible today. Seriously, okay. right? Yeah. We didn't talk about it last week because it happened, you know, on on Saturday, right? Or no, it happened on Sunday. Sunday. It happened on Sunday last week. The Detroit Lions, Michael Merkel, mm-hmm. for the first time in my life, mm-hmm. in
1: my life. That means means in my life too,
0: in your life too. But I'm older, so it makes it for you know stronger effects. Do you have like a sound effect for that, or it's like you know? Oh God, I don't know if it's like a scary (laughs) (laughs) or whatever it is. I don't know. But ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, your Detroit Lions Mm -hmm. are the 2023 NFC North Division champions. Division (laughs) champions. Round of applause. So Dan Campbell, everyone's happy. Everyone was doing this by the end. <laughs> Before crying, you know, it was a whole thing, right? At one point it
1: was oh My God, okay, it's happening.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then it wasn't happening. It was... Oh God <laughs> And then God. at one point when I Justin
1: Jefferson catches a third God. and twenty six
2: going to kill myself This is what I was
1: saying fault. the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then when Nick Mullen threw an absolute duck without getting touched, it was just it just came out a duck.
0: Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. It was it was one of those things where it was just like,
2: yeah,
0: yeah. it was yeah. good times. Um, but long story short, as we play with our soundboard here for this entire segment, mm-hmm. um, Lions win the division. They yeah. did it. For the first time since 1993, we are the NFC North. The first time ever in history the NFC North division champions. Last time they won it was the NFC Central. So mm-hmm. that's how gross that stat is. Yeah, they added the bucks. Yeah. That. Yeah. Cream skulls and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Hat is on order. T-shirt is on order. It's coming in the mail. I'm excited. Yeah, like five weeks. Well, yeah, like, no we I know. Why does it take so long? <laughs> I don't understand that. I was like, this shit was ready to go. Figure it out. Um, but they did it. They did it. They get the win. Um, they're 11 and five as of now. They were 11 four going into you know going into the weekend. Saturday, we're going to talk about the Dallas game. Don't worry that we're going to hit on that too. My goodness. Um, but I want to start on the happiest of notes. Um, thoughts on them winning their first division championship forever. This is a tangible thing that the Lions have won. This isn't the make the playoff banner. This is a legit <laughs> banner, right, that they're going to be this able to hang. This isn't the play-in banner yeah. that the Lakers, but Yeah, <laughs> no shit. Um, as everyone's like, "Great, we won the in-season. We won regular season games. Congratulations." Yeah. And <laughs> we all do that except
2: Yeah, except, except for the- except
0: for the other team we're going to talk about in a minute. But anyway, um they get it done, right? Yeah. They came in as the as the division favorites going into the season. We talked at nauseam about this, right, and what they needed to do. Um, clinch it with two weeks left to play, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we talked after the Chicago game where I was genuinely concerned about where this football team was. Mm-hmm. Like, genuinely. I was like, man, Denver's playing hot, which there's a whole shit show going on over there too, by the way, which we'll talk about probably next week or something. But, um Denver won six out of seven, right? Then you're going to play Minnesota, who still technically thinks they have a chance to win the division, and they're playing for their playoff lives right now too. You're just like, man, it just doesn't. And then you go in to play. It's not the easiest road possible for Detroit, following up with you look like garbage against Green Bay, you look like garbage against Chicago, where you lose both of those games, and you don't really look great against New Orleans outside of the first quarter, and you just happen to escape.
1: Yeah, I, I would say I would even take it a step farther yeah. since the buy. Yeah, it's been iffy.
0: It's been iffy, right? I mean, yeah, you go out and you win a shootout with the Chargers, but you go, yeah, but the you know you allowed up seven straight touchdowns. It's not the best feeling in the world, right? Mm-hmm. You don't look great against Chicago where you need a miracle comeback, right? The Raiders, you let them hang around. That was the week before the buy, even yeah. right? So it's like you look at it and you are like, you are just not hitting on all cylinders the way you should be. Um, but to their credit. They go in, they demolish Denver. They mm-hmm. just they take that te- team to Poundtown. And then they find a way to win against Minnesota despite trying to give it away at every possible moment. They get it done. They are NFC North champions. Big props to Dan Campbell, Brad Holmes, this entire organization. Um, what was your immediate, was there a reaction for you like there was for me? It was the biggest sigh of relief I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the biggest win they've ever had in my Lions life. Seriously. And I, I correlate it back to when they beat the Chargers in 2011 to make their first playoff win or appearance that I could remember. This was like, oh, my God. For the first time in my life, they won something tangible. Like, mm-hmm. that is a real thing that is going like, it's not, well, yeah, they made the wild card, you know, and they'll go over to play whoever and get steamrolled. No, no, no. They are hosting a home playoff game, potentially more, depending on how these other games go out, right? No. Um. But they're hosting a home playoff game, first time in Ford Field's history. They have won the division for the first time in 30 years. Like, these are tangible things that this team has accomplished. And the biggest thing was like, oh, my God, they actually did it. Mm -hmm. Like, we talked about it forever. All this worry of like, oh, my God, they're going to somehow manage to Lions this thing up and make this way closer than it needs to be. And instead, they just go in the next two games and they go, this is what we got to do to get it done. And they got it done. Mm -hmm. Thoughts on that whole, you know. On everything. Because I it's it's a, look, here's here's what's sad. Ready for this one? Okay. Mm-hmm. This is the first thing that a Detroit sports team, not Michigan, right, not college, that has won anything since we started the show. Yeah. Isn't that disgusting a little bit? Kind
1: of. Yeah. I mean, we did start the show when all the teams were rebuilding. Well, the Lions have been rebuilding for 50 years. So, I mean. Yeah, yeah big yeah, fans. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: no, they won, a, they won a central title like 30 years ago. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway. That wasn't a rebuild.
0: Yeah, Anyway. Um, thoughts on the Lions finally checking this box, right? Because mm-hmm. I think it was—it's the necessary first step. Yeah, and and they got it done. Thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, I thought it was. I I do think it's probably the biggest win in my there. Lions life. Uh, yeah, it really is. I would I would say so too. Yeah. Um, Until they win a playoff game, that this right there—that moment was like holy shit. Yeah, you know what I mean? No, hundred percent. Yeah, it was. It was definitely their biggest win. Um. I think the the complete outlook after that game yeah I think I, I still have, in a in a tier ranking, mm-hmm. I think I still have the Niners as, like, the A tier oh, yeah, in the sure. NFC. Absolutely. But I think I think the Lions entered in with the Eagles and Cowboys as B-tiered teams, right yeah. I think yeah. they are on the same level. And yeah. we saw it last night, where I think on any day, yep. on any side, I'm a yep. little scared in Philly. But like, yeah, other than I don't that, love
0: going to Philly. But,
1: like, other than that, anywhere, any in any combination, mm-hmm. I think anyone can win on any day. Yeah. And I think that's a fun place to be in. Yeah. When, obviously, I think the Niners are just ahead above... Mm-hmm. And then if you went AFC, I think Baltimore and other teams are are also a little bit above. Yeah. But I do think you're in that tier of competition where it's like, yeah, if you if you went to Dallas or went to Philly in right. the division, I'm not round, writing you off. Yeah, you're not yeah. A written off. Yeah, right. Like I, like after the Bears game, yeah. I would have been like. This defense is strong. This defense is rough. Yeah. After these last two games, I mean, I know Nick Mullins threw for 700 yards. I mean, yeah. I understand. Yeah. But I think after the Cowboys game, I think I can look at it and go, I think on any day, yeah. anywhere, right. I think you can play. And this I
0: fun. Here's the thing. And I've fallen into this trap, and I'm sure a lot of Lions fans have too, right? But he, here's the reality of it. This is a good football team. Yeah. It's a good team. It is. Do Are they perfect? Absolutely not. They don't have a second corner. On this on this football team. They yeah. they just don't. They don't have a second pass rusher of any sort of consistency. Even Aiden has struggled at times this year. Um, you know, they struggle in certain areas, key areas that are easily identifiable to the naked eye, right? It's it's very clear yeah. and apparent. I think
1: I think now you're kind of showing your interior offensive line yeah. and decker to an extent. Yeah. Yeah. It's or been, kind, it's of it's you're been, kind of you're kind of looking at going. Yeah maybe it's not as good as I mean, you thought. I mean they're five and
0: they're six and one as a unit together. But mm-hmm. Jonah Jackson's had a couple rough games. I thought Glasgow did not have a great game. Decker struggled mightily um mm-hmm. last or against Dallas. I don't think he had a terrible game against um Denver or mm-hmm. a couple of the games before that. But to your point, right? Like it's been a bit hit or miss. So this is not a complete team. They're not mm-hmm. perfect. You can there are identifiable warts on this team. However, they're a pretty damn good football team. Yeah. They, they Their offense is explosive at, at, at times where you go, hold, there there are times, and this is really something that I don't think we've ever even seen, even when Stafford and Calvin were here, where there are times where this offense will not be stopped. Mm-hmm. There are moments, there are times in game, like against Denver, they went five straight times, straight down the field, boop, scored, 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 scored. Yeah. scored. Like, and that's a good Denver defense, too, right? Like... This team is going to live and die based on how their offensive line plays and how their ability or lack thereof to run the football and run play action, Mm -hmm. right? and their defense is going to live on creating turnovers. That's that's the game plan for them. It's why they're sending more blitzes. It's why they're doing the things that they're doing is because they know they can't rush the passer very well. They know they're terrible on third and long for some stupid reason, but – that's their game plan. We're going to blitz. We're going to run the ball, maintain possession, run play action, hit our shots when we have to. We've got a top-tier receiver. We've got two running backs that have potential to break 1,000 yards this year, which is insane for a Lions football team. You've got Goff, who's playing pretty clean football after the little bit of a lull there for a hot second. I know yesterday he had two, but I'm going to me Mia cope on at least one of them. But... Overall, right? This is a good football team. And I think people, and I think lions fans as a whole need to get out of the mindset that it's a, Oh, well, we're just, you know, thank God they didn't get blown out. Mm-hmm. Right. That needs to stop being the mindset, the mindset going forward. And I think this is where the team is. And this is why it's, you see the, the difference between team and fan base, right? Mm-hmm you know, the entire time while they were thrilled and they celebrated the division win, right? Dan Campbell comes on and goes, that's one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's that's the first step, right? That That's the first thing that we had to do, right? He came out and he said, look, by year three, we should be competing for the division championship. And he goes, year two, we could have. We just, you know, shot ourselves in the foot for the first seven games of the year, right? The fact that that's where the mindset is, Because old lion regimes, A, never got here. But B, when they did, the Caldwell years, right, it felt like we're just doing everything we can to mess this up. Mm -hmm. They had the exact same situation before when they went 11-5. Had a chance to close out, couldn't do it. This, it just feels a little bit different. Mm -hmm. And it feels like the expectation in that building is risen to the point where we're expecting to contend for the NFC North every year going forward. Like, that is the new... Bar the mm-hmm. new set expectation. Not hey, you're the first time your favorites in 15 years. No, 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 no. This is we're gonna win the division. That's happening. Mm-hmm. You're just gonna have to accept it. It felt kind of like Michigan's breakthrough moment against Ohio State for me. Mm-hmm. Where it was like they finally slayed that dragon. And now we can all breathe just a little bit
1: easier knowing they got that done. Is that how it felt for you a little yeah, bit? Yeah, I, I equate it a little bit more. And yes. I think this run could be like yeah. when Cincinnati broke through yeah. and went to the Super Bowl. Absolutely. Where they were always the team. Yeah, where could like, win a playoff game. could win a playoff game. Yeah. Baltimore and Pittsburgh are always yep. the better teams. Mm-hmm. And you're just kind of sitting around. But they got Joe Burrow. Yep. And then they went on that run. Mm-hmm. And they won the division and everything. Mm-hmm. And now your expectation every single year is, oh, at Cincinnati should probably win the division. Right, it's yeah. You, are have a good, good you have, a good, you have yeah. a good enough team to do it. Because you have a good enough team to do it. I think the Lions are now in that spot in yeah. their division, at least, where it's like, okay, you do it that one time, mm-hmm. you break the mold, and now if you go win a playoff game and you're in the divisional round and yep. say you win that game, yeah. maybe you lose confidence, whatever, yeah. however far you get, mm-hmm. now it should be okay. Your bare minimum standard, mm-hmm. if every if as long as golf is healthy and mm-hmm. you know you don't have yeah, a right. catastrophic yeah. thing happen, right. your bare minimum is win the division. Yeah. Be in the playoffs. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. You're a playoff team going
0: forward, yes. right? Now you're not going to win the division every year. That's hard to do. But you're in that race. Yeah. You're,
1: you're you're in it. You're, every you're down, year. and you should be like you should be where the Eagles and Cowboys are. Right. It's where a, it's a dogfight. Listen, if you're not winning it because Minnesota gets a new quarterback and they're really good, right. or they win thirteen the Bears, games, the Bears yeah. get Caleb Williams and he's awesome, or the Packers mm-hmm. get fire Joe Barry and get a better <laughs> defense coordinator, whatever the case may be, just be love 10 11 12 wins mm-hmm. and if you don't win it all right, you're the 5 seed right. like you you're in right. that you're in boat. the mix you're yep. not you're not 8 and 9 going mathematically how can we find a way how do we, we get away no no no, yeah. no 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 you're you're the team that's in the front line and of that it. was something too that I f- was so
0: relieving for me was and honestly a little bit impressive right we went on this show and we said look they got to win two games Right, they got to beat Denver. They got to beat Minnesota, and then there's no there's no qualms, right? There's no ah, well, then we got to do some mental gymnastics. You know what's funny too is that every single game after they beat, um, uh, after they lost to Chicago, even though like like they still had chances to clinch, right? It was like no Rams are not losing. Seattle's had all they had to do was lose for like last four weeks, and Lions get in, and Seattle's like nah, we're not doing that. So it very much felt like man, there's a way. Like the Lions are still not even clinching a playoff spot yet, little in the division, but they took it in their own hands and they went, we're gonna go beat Denver we're going to we're going to whip that ass mm-hmm. and then we're going to go in and we're going to survive Minnesota, right? And we're going to just get do enough to do to win the game.
2: Yeah.
0: Um and they and they just ended it, right? It was just like, "Nope, this is happening. This is what this is what good teams do." Mm-hmm. Good teams go in and go, "I don't care what the situation is, we're going to handle our shit." because that's what we're expected to do. You're the better team. You're the best team in this division.
1: Well, and that's the thing, too, is you go into the season favored to win the division, and then we talked about it, I think, at, like, week three or four, where it's like, what games are you not going to be favored in? Right. Exactly. Like your right. favorite, you're not the team that's like, okay, so we're underdogs in every single game, no. so let's try to sneak no. out two or three. Right. You were the favorite going yeah. in. You were the betting Vegas favorite yeah. to win every game, but like the Chargers, the Chiefs, the Chiefs, yeah. and Dallas, and like the, and Dallas yeah. were really the three that you looked at as yeah. you're probably so they're Your Three hardest
0: favorite. road games.
1: <laughs> exactly. Like all your home games, your favorite. Yeah. Right. And Baltimore, Baltimore, yeah, oh, Baltimore. Was probably another yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. those true. was probably the four. Another that you road weren't. game, yeah, another road <laughs> game. Like all these other games, your home games. Oh yeah, you're like three, four, five point favorites yeah. then, at least. Yeah, and then your Ten road even. game. Yeah. yeah, your road games. I mean, Dallas was a little far for what I thought it would be, even though yeah. Dallas is awesome at home. So I kind of yeah. got it. Right. But like Baltimore, was like three and a half. Yeah. The Chiefs was like four mm-hmm. and a half right. after we're just winning the Super Bowl. Right. Like you weren't like oh it's a twelve point favorite. Mm-hmm. Like you're not yeah. at that point. You were a competitive team through and through. If you go into a Playoff game at Philly or at Dallas, the line's probably two, three and a half. Right. Yeah. And that's like, just
0: because they're the, the away team. And it's because in
1: yeah. a neutral site, it yeah. would be a pick'em. Right. And exactly. if it was in Detroit, you'd you're be a favorite. three point favorite. Exactly. So you're in that sphere. The only yeah. team I think it would be different for is, is San Fran. San Fran. Yeah, I, I think San Fran, you'd be like, a six, yeah. five, six-point six, underdog yeah, probably. I could even say seven or eight. Yeah, depending, like no, depending so. on how... If San it goes,
0: Fran just goes on a run here and they beat everybody yeah. by 40. If, yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> if they win the next two
1: and then their divisional round game, they beat like Philly by like 40 or something. Yeah, you're probably six <laughs> yeah. or seven-point underdogs. Yeah. But other than that, you're probably looking at four or five. Yeah, or
0: no, and, that, and you make a great point because you're in the mix. Mm-hmm. You're in that top half of the NFC conference now. That's Honestly, the conversation. You're in the
1: top... Seven, yeah, in the league, in the league, yeah, probably, right. yeah. Like, if you want to say definitively, I would say like Baltimore. Yep.
0: Yeah, let's let's list the names that we think are like honestly like, like are probably better football. Would you say teams. better
1: or same tier as yes. them? Yeah. So okay, you go Baltimore. Ba- yep. You've got Miami. Yep, Right now. Yep. Um, Buffalo is a. It, it depends what day you hit them. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, that's, that's a tough one. I think them, right now at least, I think they're on the exact same tier Yes, as Buffalo because Buffalo's playing really hot right now, but if mm-hmm. Josh Allen decides to go full Josh Allen. Yeah,
1: I would say Chiefs, just because of Mahomes, I can't just say no. I think the Chiefs no. are on the same level. Yeah, same right level. I, yeah, don't think the, I don't level think buff. they're better than
0: them right now. I
1: can't say that. And I think those are the only AFC teams I would have above. Yeah, Above are on the same right. tier as And so then I'm, you've got
0: and Dallas, Philly, San Fran. and San Fran. That's so seven teams. So you're eight. Yeah, you're the eight. If you're going to say they're the lowest of that tier even, right? And that, we're saying that about a Buffalo team that may not even make the playoffs because of their own problems, yeah. right? You're talking about a Chiefs team that is struggling, right? Yeah, they're so, going to win
1: their division because the division is dog shit, yeah, just no like kidding. ours is. Yeah. But, like,
0: How crazy yeah. it would it be if the Rangers won it, by the way? They win out somehow. <laughs> well, <laughs> that would be funny. How crazy would that be? That would yeah. be awesome.
1: Um, anyway, yeah, no, I mean, yeah, you're you You're in, it.
0: You're, you're in it. you're in the
2: You're in the bubble. You're in eight. the
0: mix. And I want to talk uh, briefly before we get to this Dallas game, and I, it ruins my mood, but... <laughs> Think about where we were two seasons ago. Like really evaluate that because this is this is something where the Lions have gone from all right, we gotta we're gonna try it another way, right? To teams are gonna look at what Detroit did and are gonna go, how do we do it like that? Mm-hmm. This is a three year turnaround. They went from trading the. I'm going to say third to be, be politically correct, but I think he's actually probably the second best player in your franchise history, Matthew Stafford. Mm-hmm. And trading him for picks, you just hired Brad Holmes, who no one had ever heard of before that, right? You hired Dan Campbell. You have this crazy-ass press conference that people everywhere around the world are mocking, basically. Was I, was ready to, I was ready to run through a wall. I would go, this guy's awesome. I, don't, really I have no fun. idea if he can coach, but I was totally yeah. ready to go, right? You start out zero and ten. You fire your offensive coordinator, or you demote him. I guess right. Mm-hmm. Like you, but you end hot, right? You're three, three and one at the end of the year, right? And you go okay, maybe, right? Maybe there's something to build. And then again, you start out one and six. You're like, what? The at one point you're looking at Dan Campbell. You go, you're four and twenty as Lions head coach, right? Mm-hmm. And it's really hard to, to keep the faith, you know. But then you end hot, and now you come out here. You're an 11, 12, depending on what happens next week, to win football team. Only the fifth, fourth, or fifth time you've ever had 11 wins in, in team history, which is the most disgusting stat ever. Um, but you're division champions in three years. Mm-hmm. In three years with Jared Goff as your quarterback. Didn't have that one on my bingo card, did no, you? I sure did as hell not. did not. Um, And you've you've managed to do something that this franchise hasn't been able to do, you know, in my entire lifetime. It's just, it's phenomenal. It really is. Like, I really want people to take that moment to go and breathe. And we're going to talk Dallas, and I know this is a week late, but really appreciate the fact of what this team has done. Mm -hmm. I do think they're winning a home playoff game. I, I just, it just feels like, and especially coming off of Dallas this week, I think that is a walking nightmare for whatever team winds up coming to Detroit in two weeks. Mm-hmm. I really do. And we're going to talk about it in a second. But, like, overall, Lions are the 2023 NFC North Division champions. They did exactly what they were expected to do. This is the new bar yeah. going forward. Bar not. This is it. If they come out next year and start out two and three, I'm going to be pissed because this is the new standard, Right. It's just like we talked about with Michigan football. Okay, you beat Ohio State, you win the Big 10. Okay, that's the that's the okay, great. Now what? Mm-hmm. Right? That's where we're at now. Yeah. You won the division, you're the best team. Own it. Own mm-hmm. it, own it, own it, right? Um All right. I want to shift focus. Let's talk about this Dallas game. Um You know who didn't own it. <laughs> oh god. All right. Yeah, so let's let's talk about it. So yeah. Lions lose 2019 um that was, the, that was the score, right? Yes. 2019? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, last play of the game, two point conversion. Dan Campbell goes, Yep, we're going for it. We're going for the win, mm-hmm. right? Run a nice little trick play. Taylor Decker, wide open, back of the end zone, two point conversion, 23 seconds left. Refs decide, <laughs> No, yeah. that's not what's going to happen. Um, and basically, Brad Allen, the head referee, says, based on the reports that have come out, they came out to me, they said 70 was reporting as eligible, not 68. We announced it as 70, even though based on every other point of evidence, I don't believe that's what happened.
1: Yeah, the only the only thing I have to say on it yeah. is when you watch the overhead, Yeah, I think the biggest problem was I think – Brad Allen assumed. Yeah, I think he assumed. It, I think it's the yep. assumption because yep. Skipper came out multiple times through the game yeah. reporting eligible. Yeah, and, and, that, how, and, and there's how, a reason for that. Yes, I know, <laughs> and, it, and it was it's, to set up this yeah, play 100%. Yeah, right. And I think the the way that people were talking about it was the way he, Dan Skipper did it the previous times, which he was running out. He never went to the ref, but he like pointed and waved his hand like, I'm, I'm being eligible, and then would go to the huddle. Yeah. And so when he did it, because there's the overhead of... Uh, Decker well, and Panay talking yeah. to him right. or like walking up to walked him. Walk to him. Yeah, Goff sent him. him in. But then Skipper was running and like waving his arm, and I think the ref saw it and goes, Oh, Skipper's yeah. being eligible. It's, and then walked to the defense and, and labeled. At him. the other day,
0: it's inexcusable. It's inexcusable. Yeah. You you, you are you are a professional referee yeah. in the NFL. Can't happen. I'm sorry, it can't. And I understand there's twenty three seconds left. You have no idea what happens in that time. I get all that. No. That can't happen. Furthermore, I don't know how you can assume that when you look at the formation and Dan Skipper lines up at tackle. Yeah. When Panay is outside of him. Panay lined up outside of Dan Skipper. Dan Skipper was next to Glasgow in the formation. So how the fuck are you going to report as eligible when not only are you covered up by Panay, but then there's also Laporta. He's in the middle of the offensive line Mm -hmm. at that point.
1: Yeah, I, and, and, and I was going to say I don't know how I don't know how like yeah it's a very interesting spot because because he said he was like it looked weird when they lined up like that yeah and oh, I'm shit. like I'm like it's one of those things where it's like I don't know if you can like stop you can't like stop the play no to be the like, whole point I, I, is like, I don't Decker walks
0: up because you want the defense to think oh Skipper's going to report as eligible yeah Skipper doesn't say anything Decker walks up and goes hey I'm reporting as eligible and then you just disregard that yeah I don't, especially I, I if Dan saying, Campbell talks to you pregame and goes look. We're calling this at some point in this game. Yeah. This is what's going to happen. This is what's going to go down. And you go, okay, yeah, sounds good. It is – I'm not going to go down the Lions route here because I that's that's victim mentality and I'm not going to do it. We're, we're beyond that. We're division champions for God's sakes. Yeah. But the problem is not with the Lions particularly, despite constantly being on the end of this shit. It's the NFL. Mm-hmm. This keeps happening. We talked about at the end of the Super Bowl where it's like, man – really, like, allowing calls that are, like, game-altering where there's not a chance to recover from it. This happened in the third quarter. I'm pissed, but it's like, you got a whole quarter to play, go win the game. But this is a situation where we're going, this is basically, in a lot, in terms of, like, okay, you don't know what's going to happen, that's probably the game. Okay, I'm just going to say it. Yeah, it's probably. probably the game. Probably the game, right? Yeah. Um, And the reason why Dan Campbell goes for it, because you know the defense wasn't getting another stop. Mm-hmm. You knew they weren't going to stop him in that situation, so you got to take the lead. Yeah, hope to God they do something stupid with a timeout yeah. left. Yeah, now right? I
1: would say so uh, when that call gets called back. Yeah, so I was, I am, yeah, I am a hundred percent go for it in that spot. Yeah. You're the road team. Yep. You can't get stops. Big momentum, right? You, you just you, went right yeah. down the field and scored. Your momentum is carrying you into this two-point play. Right. When you score that, and then it gets called back for whatever reason, yep. it could have been for anything. Yeah, he yeah. could have went out of the end zone, came, but whatever right. the reason is. Mm-hmm. At that point, you go, all right, I'm taking the extra point.
0: And here's why I don't think they did. Okay. I know Dan Campbell went out there, said, so we're trying to win the game. Yes. Here's the thing. I do feel like they went, and went in and said, we're going to try to win the game in regulation because mm-hmm. we don't want to go to OT. No, I you know I was, what I mean. Yeah, and, and I, I think, and I think more so than that, people are going to disagree with me on this. I personally think, though, they went. It can't get worse than the three, in terms of seating, mm-hmm. right? So no, yes. you know what I mean. Like, I think, I think a little. Now they'll never come out and say that, and I know the Jim Costas of the world are going to be like, it wasn't just playing with house money, go. But it kind of was a little bit, mm-hmm. just a little bit, because if you lose the game. Right? You go, all right, this sucks. Now, the way they lose where you probably should have won, that's a different slant, right? But yeah. if they go out and lose by 20, mm-hmm. nobody is like, oh, god damn it. Like, it's more of like, oh, you lost out on your chance to get the two. Yeah. Right? But you're still the three. You're going to get a home po- Everything that you had goals yeah. were are, have still been accomplished so yes. far.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that was. No, 100%. You know what I mean? Like, I think in the specific scenario. Yeah. I think going for it, I like. Yeah.
0: If they I would think, have kicked and went to OT,
1: I would not have had an issue with it either yeah, way. I think. I think as an overall an ideology yes. portion, Agreed. I think if you have all that momentum yeah. and then you get a penalty or something happens where it gets stif- that momentum gets stifled yeah. on the road, yeah. I think you kick the extra point, and just go to overtime. Yeah. just say it could happen week one. Yeah. It could happen week five. It yep. could happen at the mm-hmm. in the playoffs. Like yep. I just I think that's an ideological thing. I agree. But I do think to your point. Yeah. I think it's. Like okay, we're the three C. We're gonna play the Rams. I think Dan
0: Campbell also. I think a little bit lost his cool. A little bit. I do. I, th- too. I think he was like, no, fuck this. We're gonna go score anyway. Yeah. Right. And the play call they had at the end. I go. I don't. I don't. I don't love the play call. But I'm like, how many of these plays do you have? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's a play died, call. You you only got so many of these. And
1: the, like, honestly, the amount of times they went to the red zone exactly score exactly they probably use several of them. them yes, so they it's, probably were just
0: out of them. You know, or, I just you know, I just hate it. Because I thought at the end of the day it was a pretty good game, you know, the second half kind of picked up a little bit, had some big plays, some momentum swings both ways, you know, Mm -hmm. golf throws the pick, not a great pick, great interception, but not a great pick. And then you come back and you you answer,
1: right? Mm -hmm. And they go right down the field and they go score, and you're like, all right, let's go, you know. Um. Yeah. A lot of. uh, I think it was a lot of weird, bad coaching malpractice by both sides. Yeah. It was not
0: good. The the throw on second and fourteen. Mike McCarthy just going. We're
1: just going to throw this deep for no reason. I don't care if someone ran the wrong route. I don't care what it is. It's why are you? It's the same thing that the Bears did. Yeah. In that first match. Yeah. Where they throw that long bomb. Halfback dive. Halfback dive. Fifty-yard heave. I go. Yeah. Where's like, the logic The Lions here? had two timeouts. Yeah. Run the third time, waste out 50 more seconds. And get a stop. And, now, and then the Lions have 12 seconds, and so now they have 55 seconds, yeah. and they go down to score. I'm like, same thing. It's like if the Lions only had a minute and two, yeah. I don't know if they make it down in time. Right. With right. no timeouts, you don't I don't know. I don't know. You don't know. The play right. calling's a whole different, and like well, you don't know if they make it down in time to score a touchdown. Right. But with a minute and 50? Yeah. Right. That's a lot of time to get yeah. down there and right. score. No shit, right? So, with a top five offense in the league, Yeah, with a top five <laughs> offense in the league, like why would you want to give them more yeah. time with the give
0: ball? Give golf the ball, okay. Well, yeah. Uh, good luck, because historically it's, it's been pretty good for. Yeah, us I was just so saying, far. it's one of those things where it's
1: like it's like when you give Mahomes two minutes with the ball, I go, okay, you're gonna, you're, gonna lose the game. You're losing.
2: <laughs> like same thing. It's like
1: I don't love golf in the two minute drill always, yeah. but, Because I don't, I don't like golf. I don't think it's that level of player. Yeah. But when you have a top five offense, I go. Give him time. He's going to beat yeah, you. Yeah. yeah. Don't give him a minute. Especially yeah. when uh, they go in to drop nine guys every play. So, golf. Oh, yeah. Golf every sit defense ever. Yeah. Golf sent back. They're going, oh, same the Porter, 50 yards. I'm like, guys, are terrible. Every defense. At least rush people. We
0: want to prevent the big play. So, we're just going to allow him to chunk play us until we get to the end zone. I hate
1: it. I hate the logic so much. At that point, I go, listen, a minute 50, if they chuck it. Yeah, it's great, and they catch a touchdown for you. Okay, you have a minute and twenty with two timeouts. Yeah,
0: yeah. Here's the thing. That's what I don't understand about defensive coaches. Like we want to prevent the big play. Go. So it ha- so at the big well, that's the worst case scenario. Big play happens. Yeah. So you play normal defense. Big play happens. Okay, your offense, which averages thirty points a game. Mm-hmm. Sorry, offense. We played. We try to play D. We've held them under twenty points this whole game. Can you just go get a field goal Can now, we get please? A field goal? Yeah. You know what oh I mean? I don't I don't get it either. But
1: well, a lot of bad coaching malpractice uh, yes. at the end of yeah. that game It was not good. Frustrating. Yeah. I don't
0: think Dan Campbell had his best night ever. I think he should have taken some points earlier on in that game. But like yes. I said, I think because they had the division if this game If, if they we lost, lost to Minnesota, Minnesota, they don't coach it like this. No, they don't. I don't think they're nearly as aggressive. I think they take the points whenever they possibly can and try to escape with a win. Yeah. Rather than this was we're gonna go get it. Mm-hmm. Right? And listen. You're gonna live and die with that kind of shit, right? The fake punt call and everything else, right? Like that you have to live with that because that's who this guy is and that's who this team is, mm-hmm. right? And Dan Campbell is the single most ultimate players coach ever. He will believe in his guys, he trusts his guys, he goes, I'm gonna bank on the fact that I trust my unit, special teams, defense, offense, to win this game for me for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. He oh it's that's just how he it's just how he works. He has complete Nearly blind faith, except for in this situation where he goes, this defense ain't getting another stop. And I think he recognized that. But, like, I've got faith. And I I will say, to his credit
1: on it, in the post-game presser, he did say, to the team, yeah. we're going to score a touchdown, go for two, no matter what. Yeah. So, like, at it was a point, plan. It was yeah, the plan. So, you're like, when the first one gets called back for whatever reason, yeah. it's okay. Now we're not just going to kick the edge. I'm not going to lie to you guys. Yeah. We're going to yeah. try to go for the I've it got, no got faith what. that
0: we're going to convert it. Yeah. I have faith that we can convert it. We're the better team. We're going to convert it. Yeah. So, this is in, in a lot of ways, though, this is such a, I feel like, and this is, I, I guess, more of like an overarching conversation here, but this has to be a catalyst, though for them to just to start like bad out of hell on fire mm-hmm. going the rest of the year. It should be. I don't know what they're going to do against Minnesota. I don't know if they're going to play the starters or not. I'm in kind of indifferent at this point. Now, if, if if Dallas loses next week and you're like, oh, we got to win – Whatever, right? I don't know how they're going to do it, right? I yeah. know, te- I know. Even technically, mathematically, there's a way they can still get the one seed. That's not happening. But yeah, like- the
1: Niners play Washington, and <laughs> yeah. so if they win that game, then they're not going to yeah, get the exactly, one. So, right. it's, so if they happens.
0: can get the two, still great. I get it, and I understand the importance of getting the two seed, right? Yeah, it's an extra home playoff game. Absolutely, yeah. I, I understand it. Uh-huh. I do. Yeah. But in the grand scheme of it all, you're going to have to go on the road at some point, and actually. They've been pretty fucking good on the road, better than on the fucking in in, in at home. Mm-hmm. They've been terrible at home at times. I, I, I'm okay with them going on the road. Now I don't love going to Philly, but if they go back to Dallas, done, sold. Yeah. Give me that game. Give it to me. Mm-hmm. Right. This, I hope, and it should be, and I think this is going to be something where I think this is a catalyst for this football team. Mm -hmm. I really do. I think they're going to play like their heads are on fire. I think they're going to come out with a chip on them because this is... Here's the thing, and and we're going to go a little bit kind of... I don't know how to say it, like tinfoil hat theory here for just a second, okay? Tinfoil hat. If... If you're in that locker room and you thought finally they're going to give us some respect for winning the division and then you still get fucked over like you just did, right? Mm-hmm. That's all the ammunition I feel like this football team needs to go. All right, so we got to go win the whole damn thing. Mm-hmm. It's the only way we're going to get respect. It's the only way they're ever going to treat us like every other fucking team and stop this shit is we got to go win the damn Super Bowl. Are they going to win the Super Bowl? Probably not. But that's the way I feel like that's the conversation that's going to happen tonight mm-hmm. and tomorrow when they come back in the building is – and Dan Kimley said, look, we can't let it get down to that either, right? Offense was anemic for three quarters, right? Like yeah. it wasn't good, it wasn't a great performance offensively. I understand that. But I really think this can be a catalyst for this football team to go, we're gonna go handle business against Minnesota, because Minnesota's in a whole hell of a thing now, mm-hmm. right? We're gonna handle our shit against Minnesota. Someone's coming in to play us in that in that wildcard game, whether it's the Rams, whether it's Seattle, whoever it is, right? and we're going to whip that ass, Rams, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, seriously, I really do, like, this to me is the ultimate, like, if you're a competitor, uh-huh. and that's what I love about Dan Campbell is the frustration level, the fact that he's like, I don't like to lose, like, and he was pissed off at Burkett who was asking stupid questions, like, why are you upset? Why the fuck is he upset, Dave? Come on. I really, really hope that this is the catalyst and not the thing that takes them off the tracks and is the thing to make them go, okay, okay, Mm-hmm. Okay. I mm-hmm. see it. I get it. All right. Th- this is how it's going to be. We're not going to even, it's not going to be close. It's not going to be close. It's just going to be, we're just going to fucking run through you. Yeah. And that's how it's going to be. Right. Because here's the deal. If they beat, let's just assume it's the Rams, right? Who we'll beat the Rams? In two weeks. Yeah. And let's say Sunday, one o'clock. Right. And then they have to go on the road. Say it's against Dallas, right? I don't know how that works, but like, say there's an upset somewhere. Say so Philly like winds up getting the five seed, mm-hmm. they beat. Whoever, and then they got to go to San Fran, right? Yeah, whatever. If they if they play Dallas again, Dallas better look out because mm-hmm. I think it's a, I think it's a totally different ball game. I think yeah. the defense played pretty fucking well. I don't think they play as well as they did against Dallas the second time around, but I think the offense plays better. Yeah, I I, I there is a path for them, seriously. And I I know, and you could throw a flag if you need to mm-hmm. on this. <laughs> I think this has the potential to fuel them. To getting to the NFC Championship game, sure. Like that's where I'm at with it. Now, if they wind up against the Niners, I just I, it's very hard for me to be like, oh yeah, they can just go into San Francisco and win the game. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? But I like, think I so yeah. I
1: I think they beat the Rams in the wildcard weekend. They
0: that needs to happen. By the way, yeah. that, like, if nothing else, that is the like. If they lose in the divisional round, fine. Yeah, but please, 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 just. Get it done so I can stop talking about it. So I don't have to think about it anymore. We're just done with it.
1: Yeah. Continue. But, yeah, Continue. I think I think they beat the Rams in the first round. Yeah. I think if they play Dallas in the second round, yeah. I'm, like, fast yeah. step on, right. your, on yeah. your strain of thought on in it. In Philly's tough. In Philly, and I only say in Philly because I think people in Philly are being like, wow, everyone's writing us off for losing oh, two games in a row. Absolutely. Where we yeah. went... Seven and two in our hardest <laughs> stretch against yeah. Miami, yeah, Buffalo, right. Kansas yep. City. We played all these great teams. We lose to mm-hmm. Dallas and the Niners, who are both really hot on the road. Right. And now all of a sudden we're the worst we're team in football. Team football. Like yeah. I think they have that same edge, yes. Yes. and so I think and they're in the cold. In the cold, I think they're going to be out to prove something in the playoffs too. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so yep. I, I, the Eagles, I'm not on the same path because I think they're yeah. both going to be equally mm-hmm. motivated right. to and go. And then at that point, I kind of lean toward and the then home then team. I, anyway. I feel the home team outdoors. Like the Lions aren't great outdoors, Golf is and an out. so, no. um, but and on the Dallas front of it, yeah. if they play Dallas in the second round, yeah. I'm like fast up with oh, you. Yeah. I think they're going to go in and just say, "All right, yeah. let's do it," yeah. and yeah. then try to whoop that ass. Oh. The problem I, is, I don't think they would beat Dallas in the championship because that would mean the Niners would absolutely oh, yeah, no, destroy no, no. them. Yeah, and then they I, you're going to play the Niners in the championship regardless. If you probably, it, here's the thing, then,
0: if you told me right now, listen, Lions are going to get to the NFC title game and then lose to San Francisco, I go. I'll, yeah. take it. Yeah. I'll take and it. In San it. In yeah. San okay. Fran, I go, can we just not get embarrassed completely? Yeah. That's all yeah. Okay, lose by ten. It is what it is. Yeah. Can we just be in the game for a minute? Yeah, I'll give you that. Okay. Sounds good. Right. Um yeah. I just think in Philly is a yeah, is no, a that's, tough that's task. That's a monumental task. But, but here's the thing, if it's bad weather, it. I think I think it's okay because I think they have a better running game than Philly does, right? Probably. And I think that limits a little bit what they do offensively, right? Yeah. Mm. Philly's not right. I don't think that – I still think, think – sorry, let's speak English here. I still think Philadelphia on paper and probably in theory is better than Detroit, like just looking at it, right? Yes. Um, but I do think that if it was a bad weather game, I think the Lions would be able to be like, I don't necessarily mind this because their running game is as good as it is. Mm-hmm. They live and die by the run anyway. Yeah. Assuming offensive line is healthy, I think limiting – Philadelphia's big play ability mm-hmm. almost helps Detroit more than it would helping Philly. Mm-hmm. Detroit's not a. I mean, I know they have the most plays of twenty plus yards, right? Like the Lions' offense does. But I think overall, it's their intermediate game is mm-hmm. where Detroit lives. Where I don't necessarily think that that's always where Philly lives, right? If that makes any sense. No, to me. I know. You know what yeah. I mean. Yeah. I still think Philly is the favorite. I would. I would probably. If you're telling me, hey, you have to put a million dollars on, I go, okay, probably Philly probably wins. Yeah. But I think it's a. I think that in the in a situation where it's a bad weather, cold weather game, it would almost, I think, level it a little bit more in my mind, I guess. Maybe. Maybe. You know what I mean? That's kind of the way I'm, the way I'm looking at it. Is. Yeah. Because like, I, I feel like the lines will be like, look, if we're averaging five yards a carry, we're running it on third and five. Yeah, I think you know it's one of I mean?
1: those hard things, though, where Philly – is an outdoors team because their stadium is outdoors, yeah, so yeah. they're just used to play like they play in bad weather all the time. Yeah, the true. Lions don't. So, yeah. and the time, the like, the three times this year they have, they it look like shit. Well. Yeah. So, like, it's, it's except it's a, for Green uh, Bay, but that was a nice day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it was a nice day <laughs> yeah. in Green Bay because it's in September, uh, and not I, December. I,
0: you know what though? But I'll I'll be devil to advocate. I'll be the ultimate optimist. They went into cold ass Green Bay that's true. got it done. But,
1: but I mean, you're talking like pouring rain and like yeah, snow. That's true. Where like I think cold is. Different than yeah, agreed. Pouring rain. I agreed. think that's a different. I we guess we're gonna find out
0: in a couple weeks. As at yeah. the end of the day, here's what we know: the Lions at minimum are gonna be the three seed in yeah. the NFC. That's, they're hosting a home playoff game. They host the Rams and the, let's go. That's it. That's Stafford that's where it's at. The Lions, baby. I can't even. You could not write a story. You really anymore. Could. Like goodness
2: gracious. I know they're gonna be the Sunday one o'clock game yeah.
1: because they're like the only Eastigo's team that's yep. gonna mm-hmm. um, make the playoffs. But that that feels like a primetime Sunday level. night oh kind game. it
0: feels like yeah but I'm just glad we don't I don't know I don't love any commentating crew anymore it feels like so I wonder how Brady's gonna do in that next year
1: probably he'll probably be like Tony Romo for the first like
0: two years but do you think he's gonna be better than Tony because he's like yeah but I have credibility because I actually won probably not <laughs>
1: I don't know if he's just fun to listen to so I hope Tony he's just Ramo. a dick
0: the whole time we're just like see here's what I would have done because I'm Tom Brady yeah
1: I hope so <laughs> yeah I don't know <laughs>
0: I don't watch I a ton of him. AFC shit. Oh, he's going to Fox, right? So yeah. he'll call Lions games at some point. I'm well, sure. they
1: don't have affiliations anymore, so they just call whatever. Oh, so. really? Uh-huh.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Anyway, it's right. Off topic. They All just, right. Yeah,
1: they just call whatever
0: now. So. Let's just focus here. The Detroit Pistons have had an eventful 2023. Mm-hmm. They have managed <laughs> to set the record for futility in the most regular season consecutive losses in NBA history. Tied the record for most consecutive losses, period by a basketball team in NBA history. But Michael Merkel, they got a win yesterday on Saturday night, beating the Toronto Raptors, who just traded, uh, who did they just trade? Odonobi, right? O G Onobi. Yeah. Um, so they were clearly reeling. But the Pistons, wait for it, have, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. Wait for it. They have, wait for it, hold on, wait for it. Hold on. It's all my, all my, oh, wait for it. Wait for it. Three wins.
1: The year. That was a lot. for. Oh,
0: you're going to let you, yeah. the whole thing, whole thing.
1: It was a lot. Yeah. For three wins. Yeah.
0: Um. You know, the wings have more wins than that. They didn't get that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't want to talk about them right now. They're playing like shit too. Um, they get their third win. Thank God. Right. Massive ass loss. Uh, or losing streak, right? Mm-hmm. At this point, what do you got? Anything, <laughs> anything at all? I don't even know. Like, Troy Weaver probably should be fired. I don't think they're going to fire him, though. I'm interested to see if they're going to make a trade that's going to screw them over in two years. I don't know. Anything on the Pistons outside of us having to talk about this garbage of a franchise?
1: Um, but One, I was way more invested when they were losing. Now that they won I'm Yeah, now they're basketball. just a shit basketball team. Now they're just a bad team. But, yeah. like, when you're breaking the record, it's like the car crash where you kind of want to, like, look <laughs> to see what's going on. Had a full house the night they set the record. And yeah, no, that's crazy. <laughs> um, two.
0: Um, Tom Gorris is like, it's all going according to plan, buddy. It's all going according to plan. See how many,
1: <laughs> see how many things we're doing for the community, Mike? <laughs> uh, yeah, God. second, uh, I think Cade's been fine. Yep. And everyone else kind of sucks. Yep. I don't know why they put Isaiah Livers on the court anymore. I don't know why. Here's
0: the problem: they have guys on their roster that would not be playing for almost any other team in basketball. Yeah, Marvin Badgley needs to go. Um, Isaiah Stewart kind of needs it's, to go. It's that
1: first year uh, Lions with Dan Campbell year yeah. where there's a lot of guys on the team where you yeah. go, you would not be playing anywhere else, right? But, but we here. suck. Yeah, so exactly. You're
0: here. Yeah, so let's figure it out. So that's. Um, a right there's
1: now. so many guys. James
0: Wiseman, goodbye. I don't need you. Yeah, Isaiah later. Livers, goodbye. Honestly, at this point, if you told me, "Hey, I'll give you the option. You can either play with, you can play with no center on your basketball team, and just go small ball the whole time and never get any rebounds, <laughs> or you, I will, and, and in turn, I will give you two more actual shooters. Uh-huh. I'll go sign me up immediately, right now, right now. I would rather play five on four because it's basically like they are anyway, and have an actual premier scorer on this basketball team to help Kate out." Because, <laughs> yeah, like Alec Burks, go away. Yeah, like
1: a lot of players.
0: Like, just seriously, the whole roster can go. Honestly, like, there's like four guys I'd keep. Ooh, I would keep yeah. Cade. Mm-hmm. I'd keep Ivy. I keep a Sir Thompson, and I keep Jalen Duran. Everybody else can go. Yeah, those are the only four guys that I think have anything that can contribute. Everybody else is total ass yeah Bogdanovich goodbye whatever what do the Lakers want want to give you that <laughs>
2: 2020
0: 40 or what 2040 pick yeah, in the first round three first round fine game. done sold goodbye go because mm. yeah. your defense is brutal it's just here's and here's the problem though they need veteran help is what they need they need actual legit players who can play and they can't they can't roll out a team where you've got nothing but 21 year olds who don't know how to fucking win. Mm-hmm. They don't have anybody on this basketball team who's ever won anything. Mm-hmm. They've got none of that. They've got a bunch of guys that played decent in college, right? Like it, nothing, like Cade's, Cade is a very good basketball player. He is the best player on this team, and it's not close. He went shit in college. He doesn't know how to win. Mm-hmm. He knows how to be a very good basketball player. They don't know how to win. That is fake. They need somebody. They did lose 28 of those. That's what I'm saying, right? But, like, like legit, right? Even if they didn't set the record, right? Yeah. And if their record was five and name it, right? Yeah. Like, if they were Washington right now. Mm-hmm. Same problem. They don't know how to win. Mm-hmm. They need people who have done it at that level, right? They need a guy. And it doesn't need to be a fucking all-star, but it needs to be a guy who knows what it's like to be in the shit and to keep them calm. Instead, I got Alec Burks throwing the ball out of bounds. I got Bogdanovich just completely just going, I don't know how to guard anybody who drives the <laughs> I lane. I don't
1: know if you've heard the master plan, but they're drafting Bronny, getting LeBron, and then... You know what? At this point, do it. Take Bronny number
0: one overall, hope to God he doesn't have a heart attack on the court, yep. and just roll with it. Because then you get that veteran guy who yeah. wins a lot. And you know what? LeBron, If LeBron can take Drew Gooden and Zydrunas Ogowskis and three other guys that I've never heard of before and the corpse of Shaquille O'Neal to the playoffs... Into a finals, yeah. I think he can take this. Did he team. take Shaq to the finals. I don't think no, he Shaq. He no. didn't take Shaq to the finals, right? Yeah. No, that was the year after. Yeah, too. right. So it's like if if that's what it takes to get this team on the right path, do it. I don't. I don't care anymore. This is so bad. It is. It's like if the Lions after that three and thirteen year went, we on the right path, right? And you felt it, you know, like at the end of the year, it's like okay, you know, this ended strong, and then proceeded to go. Oh, and 15. Mm-hmm. That's that's the that's the equivalent. Yeah, it is. Is. yeah. There's nothing good to say about it. It's not working. I don't even blame Bonnie Williams. Bonnie Williams can't. Greg Popovich has uh, three wins on the year, and they got Wemby, okay? And they're still ass, okay? Mm-hmm. This is not a coach. I don't think necessarily this is a coaching problem. Some of the rotations are confusing, but... When you don't have yeah, when you when, when
1: you don't you, have talent, when you do the whole like when you play two K and you do like the mass subs, yeah, like your whole starter for yeah. all your bench, that's what Monty Williams does in the first quarter. Yeah, where he takes out all the starters and puts yeah. in all the backups, and yeah. you go, I don't think that's necessarily. Saw, plan. Yeah, you're supposed to stagger. Yeah, exactly.
0: Because your guys
1: that are coming off the bench are ass. Yeah, you can't put five terrible people out there.
0: I'm just saying we could be like the 12th and 13th guy on this basketball team, and if I wasn't five foot six, nobody would know the difference. <laughs> I'm being, like, legit honest with you right now. If we were both, like, 6'2", mm-hmm. right? Like,
1: Josh could be out there.
0: Yeah, like, Josh, like, yeah. Jokic Jr. could be out there mm-hmm. right now, and people would mm-hmm. be like, yeah, I think I saw him play at Villanova or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and, you know, and he'd go out there, get his ass kicked, and he go, yeah, it's no different than what Isaiah Stewart's given us. <laughs> you know? And another missed shot. Cool, 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 cool. cool. Like, it's just, there's nothing about this team where I go, oh, they are built for success. Yeah, nothing. Rough. Absolutely nothing. Can they sell everybody but those four guys I just played and say, "Listen, we're gonna if you just stagger out every twenty losses, we get a win like by default. We'll just not play the rest of the year. I can't
1: imagine that one team
0: would agree to that. Well, it's like just schedule Washington on like every twentieth game, right? So they just. (laughs) Or the Hornets or whoever. And trade everybody else that they have for like one player. And then everybody else is drafted. I don't care. Somebody who can actually play basketball. Is there somebody that can play the sport that the rest of these guys are being paid to play? (laughs) It's like stealing money watching these guys play basketball. That's what it looks like. It's like Alec Burks. I was getting paid $6 million a year. How? How? Uh, Exactly.
1: How? I watch a lot of NFL football where I think the same thing.
0: Yeah, no shit, right? Like how every week I go. Like how does Tim Boyle keep getting a job? Yeah. How does Case Keenum still exist? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know what I mean, right? It's yeah. like oh, Zach all right, Wilson's cool. still trying, yeah. huh? C.J. Beathard somehow somebody's deciding to pay that motherfucker. <laughs> Holy shit! You know, <laughs> it, it, I just I yeah. I don't know. Where's David Blau these days? On the Lions practice squad, <laughs> we're paying them. We're the stupid team that's <laughs> paying their ass. My goodness, right? Where's uh, Nate Sudfeld at? He had to bounce around somewhere, yeah. right? Good lord. Yeah. Anyway, all right. That's enough Pistons talk. I want to put myself in a better mood. Let's shift focus. Let's, wanna... <laughs> yeah. I got nothing. I got nothing else for. it. Let's talk okay. New Japan Pro Wrestling, Mike. Right. Wrestle Kingdom.
1: Is this gonna put you in a better mood?
0: I think so. I don't know. I don't got no, I mean, I don't, I don't got no skin in the
1: game. You so can't like be that. in a worse mood.
0: Yeah, no. Talking about the Pistons, it's like, I just talked about the Lions winning division championship for the first time in 30 years. Pretty high. Yep. I, I've, I've waited for this show my entire life. Yep. And then also have to balance it out by talking about a team that's basically a startup franchise again. Like, it's at a point. Let me ask you this right now. Okay, let me ask you this. If the Seattle Supersonics come back, yeah. Right, and they do the the draft or whatever. Right, and you know
1: <laughs> who are they?
0: <laughs> no, 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 not not who would they take? No, no, that's not that's not even the question. Right? Say the Pistons can t- keep they, they can take p- three. No, no, yeah, okay. But let's just say the Pistons are allowed to protect everybody on their roster, okay? If they wanted to, right? Okay, yeah, okay. It's this exact team right now. <laughs> Who wins? The first game of the newly formed Seattle Supersonics or the Detroit Pistons right now as they exist in their current starters, fully healthy, their current rotation? Who wins that game, Mike? Who wins? (laughs) Because I'm telling you right now. Listen, I'm telling you right now, okay? okay? Gordon Hayward is going on that Seattle Supersonics team because nobody wants to play him anymore, (laughs) and he drops
1: 40. Okay, well so here's the thing. So if you went the expansion route, yeah, every team would get to keep like three people. Yeah. So like from like Boston, for instance, yeah. Like you're getting like um whatever uh, what's this, Like Christoph Porzingis. Yeah. You're getting him. That's already better than like everyone, everybody Kate. Yeah. And then if you look at like Milwaukee, they're probably getting like Chris Middleton. Okay, let me lower the bar. Let me lower the yeah. bar. <laughs> because yeah. um, like, there's a yeah. lot of teams that have like. I, I, I thought players. it was
0: five players they got to keep, not three. So that's my fault. Well, actually, I don't. I'm okay. assuming
1: it's three, but maybe okay. they keep five. I don't okay. Know. Um, they haven't done an expansion, yeah, in no, like I'm 20 minute. years. I so know. like, I don't know. Okay.
0: Let me let me lower the bar. Okay. okay. The G League elite.
1: Stop. Maybe
0: seriously, it depends. Like, legitimately, I think Amir Johnson's still out there playing.
1: That's true. From Piston Fame. Okay. The big three, get a couple of those guys together. I'm just saying, are we at the point where the college team might be able to beat them? No, like college all star team. College all star
0: team? I don't think so. No, they don't have that dominant like. They don't have enough big guys. Yeah, to, like big time like, Hunter Dickinson would be starting for that team, and he would get exposed. Okay, immediately you put
1: Luca with a whole bunch of like <laughs> okay. blind kids in all right. a wheelchair. Here, here, here we
0: go. Here, here we go. Okay, ready? Luka Doncic, and you me, you. Josh, Josh and Tay. And, oh, God. And Tay. Wow. All right. Or, or and or I'm me. running point, and Luca can't dribble. <laughs> Who wins?
1: Us. Because
0: <laughs> Josh is going to dominate down low. You know that. Yeah, Isaiah Stewart's no taller. <laughs> you might be right. Oh, God. You might, you All might right. have a point. Let's shift focus. New Japan Pro Wrestling, Wrestle Kingdom, their biggest show of the year. Um, it's kind of like their Wrestlemania, you know, to kind of set this stage here. We kind of talk about this every year. It's a fun show. If you're a wrestling fan, if you really enjoy just hard-hitting, strong style, like balls to the wall. Pow, power pow wrestling. Beat the shit out of one another, you're going to really enjoy this show. Yeah. It doesn't really matter who's uh, um, on it. So if you yeah. don't know all the stars, you're going to recognize some of these stars. You've seen them on AEW uh, Forbidden Door for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you may recognize some of these guys, maybe even from past WWE life, you know, so... If you're, if you're, a lot of that, if you're an internet no. wrestling fan, right, and you watch a lot of things. If you're watching Impact, I would say if you're watching the NWA, but nobody watches the NWA. Um, so I'm on it today, man. I'm feeling it. <laughs> uh, I'm throwing it, I'm throwing shade at everybody. Um I see like twelve people in the crowd in those NWA typings. Yeah, it's all the parents of the wrestlers. Oh, my bad. You, yeah. Right? It's like an it's like a little league football game. Man, we got a big crowd today. Yeah, I brought my family. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's get to it. All right. This is just a one-nighter again, right? They, yeah, they, they went they, back yeah. to one. Like we don't have the,
1: we don't have the depth for for two. <laughs> the elite no. laugh. We're fucked. Yeah. Uh yeah. Well, they you know it's funny you say that, yeah. but they started doing two nights the year after the Elite left. Yeah, that makes sense. So, sure. So they never had the Elite for this for the show, for these two-nighters. But no, right. they went one-nighter last year. Yeah, which was so much better. Yes, I agree. <laughs> oh yeah. my god, two days is much better. Yeah. I don't need
0: four eight man tags. Well, cuz like World's I,
1: I, I was just saying cuz it's like the same thing with like WWE where it's like <laughs> Your cards were getting too long, so yep. we went to two days. But now that you're two days, there's like th- two or three matches on each day that I don't mm. give a shit about because you're adding too many matches now. Word. So Best but, thing they ever did,
0: though, was kick the Battle Royale off of the actual show and just did them on SmackDown. Yeah. Best decision they've ever
1: made. Yeah. Anyway, so we have – we open the show with small people. Oh, all right. Smart I mean, like, like like, juniors. Oh, okay. They're Not flying like, around. Yeah, they're flying around. How
0: many New Japan junior heavyweights versus the starting five of the Detroit Pistons before they win the game? I think it's like takes like the third chariot for yeah, them. probably. And they don't know how to play basketball. Let me be very clear.
1: Yeah, Japan. Yeah. Who knows?
0: No rebounds. Doesn't matter.
1: No. Uh, IWGP junior heavyweight tag team championship match. We have the... Winners of the Super Junior Tag League. That sounds so cool. By the way, yeah. when you are like Super Junior Tag League, even I, won I
0: won the Super Junior Tag League, Mike. Yeah,
1: yeah. Francisco Akira and TJP okay. taken on former the, the former champs too, right? Yeah. Yep. Taken on Drilla Maloney and Clark Connors.
0: Yeah, I think the they, I, I think the baby baby faces win this one. Just just based on, I think Maloney. He had to cut a lot of weight to get to junior heavyweight. Yeah, I, th- see, I I think he. Stops doing that. <laughs> he's like, I don't want to do this. He's anymore. like, I would like to eat food again. Yeah. Um, true. he feels like uh what's his name? Uh oh, what's his name? Son of a bitch. Um he's facing um Tomatonga later in this mat in this show. The never open weight title, I think. Oh, shingo? Shingo, when shingo was in the junior was within yeah, the junior yeah, division, you so go huge. and you're like, he's like 240. Like yeah. <laughs> and then he didn't even win it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, Yeah, no, I think uh, I think challengers win. I'll I'll give it to TJP and Akira because fun fun wrestling is always fun for me. Oh yeah. It's going to start out hot. Yep.
0: That's what they always do every single year is yep. start with these juniors. And yeah, go. I felt like the Young Bucks just opened every Wrestle
1: Kingdom for like five straight years. Yeah, because they are always for the junior champs.
0: Never won them, but always. Always
1: there. Yeah. Next match, we have the New Japan World TV Championship match. The stipulation – well, it's not stipulation, but these matches only go 15-minute limits. Yeah. So you can't go over 15. Yep. Zack Sabre Jr. is still the champion. This is going to be his one-year Oh, yeah, Because yeah, he won he it, last won it year. at yeah. last year's, mm-hmm. taking on the new...
0: The president of New Japan, the Bro- ace. Hiroshi go Tanahashi. ace.
1: Yeah. And I think...
0: I have no idea. Well, where do you lean on this one? Well, Tanahashi's going to use his political power because he's the presidente now. So, actually, I have no idea. He probably does win anyway. It's I been imagine. a year. It's been a whole year. Yeah, yeah I think you, could mo- you can move Zabra Jr. Jr. anywhere. So, yeah. remember, right? Zaber Jr. was at Forbidden Door. Right? So, for those of you who are Yeah, he first remember, Brian Danielson. Brian yeah, Danielson in that, you know, kind of dream match type of scenario. So
1: uh, I'll give it to Zeg Saber because I think he fits this 15-minute time limit. I, thing so the thing, well. I think they
0: give it to Tahashi because it's like, okay, he's only got to work 15 minutes. He's getting older. He's getting up there. Oh, still maybe, big yeah, enough you know what, star. You know, that was kind of my – I was thinking the
1: inverse yeah. of that. Well, because, like, his whole rant, I really like because of his, like, technical style. Right. And it's so hard to, like – get momentum going Mm -hmm. against him in 15 minutes. Right. Like, he never really you got to beat me. I don't have to beat you. Exactly. And if it goes to a time limit at 15, you retain. So, like, you have to beat him in 15 minutes. That's extremely difficult to do. So, I'm going to take Zack Sabre, but I do see your point where he's old, so he just, like, goes balls to the walls for 15 and beats him. Well,
0: that's the thing. It's like, he's only got to work 15 minutes. You could drop it to anybody, and it works out. Somebody gets a big wing over
1: Tanahashi. All right, so we have a couple special singles and special tags. I'm just going to skip because <laughs> okay. ti- I'm going to say time. Just okay. agree with me? Time. Okay, time. Okay. Cool. Um, Because you're just not going to care, yeah. and I don't really care either. Uh, never- T- people are going to win, and people are going to lose. Yeah, we got evil in there, and we got like oh, yeah. well, House of Torture. House of Torture stuff. All right. Never open weight championship match. Yeah. The Shingo defending against Tamatanga.
0: Yeah, this should be a good one. This will be a, this will be, the the never open weight ones are always fun to me. It's either two old guys who are just like, we're just going to beat the shit out of each other. Or it's two hard hitting guys that are like, no, no, we're really going to beat the shit out of each other. Yeah.
1: This should be a good one. Um, I'm a lean Shingo.
0: Yeah, I think so too. I don't know what Tama Tong is. I thought Tama was going to be in WWE by now, quite frankly. I feel Mm -hmm. like he's like made for them, but maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. I say Shingo retains.
1: Uh, next up, we have the IWGP Tag and Strong Openweight Unification Match. So uh, the story behind this one is in the uh, Tag Leagues, yep. they were on the same side, yeah. and so Al Phantasma and Hikaleo won the first one of yep. the Tag League in yep. the first Black Match. They're the Strong Openweight Tag champs. and they're the Strong Openweights. Yes, and then Yoshihashi and Goto uh, won the final, mm-hmm. yep. beating Hikaleo right. to win and the World Fantasma Tag league. to win the World Tag League in like a forty minute. I yeah. felt way too long, but long match. <laughs> um, so now they're doing a third rubber yeah. for all the titles match at I this think, show. I
0: think this is where I feel like it should be all Phantasm on Hickaleo. Mm-hmm.
1: Goto is the most
0: like, man, he, when you need him in a pinch, cool. But man, I just don't. Mm-hmm. I think the might never been world champion. Yeah. Is because I don't. I don't think people respond to him in the same way they did, like a Shinsuke or a Tanahashi sure. or an Okada, or even like a Shibata. Quite mm-hmm. frankly, um, I would like to see the young guys get the win here.
1: Yeah, I want to see El Phantasma and win. I do think I have grown like this much, yeah. and it's not a lot. Yeah, but I've grown a little bit of liking to Yoshihashi. Yeah, I used to just think he's stupid and yeah, not worth. Oh, anything he, he never won a, he, he never won anything. Yeah, he never yeah. did anything. But in this group, yeah, with, her, with yeah, they're her, a good tag Gordo, team. They're a fun yeah. tag team, and I'm they like, they okay. do really
0: have depth at the tag division right now, like they no. used to. And that's really hurting. That's why not. when
1: I was looking through the tag league, I was like, okay, so it's probably going to be one of these two teams winning it because there's <laughs> yeah. not a lot there. And then I was like, oh, they're just fighting each other in the final because yeah. they did the two in one block, two in the other block, and right. they ended up. So, yeah. Fantasma and Hickle. I also love El Fantasmo. He's really He's really funny. He's funny. Uh, I X- like the
0: dynamic. It's like King and X-Pac. Hickaleo, yeah. the big guy, you know, it's mm-hmm. fun.
1: IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship match. We got Hiromo Takahashi. Defending- uh, shocker. Shocker. Couldn't imagine.
0: Yeah. Who else are they going to give it to? Defending- Taiji
1: Ishimori again? Defending against? No, no, no. Who's the other guy? L.D. Oh, I forgot. I forgot
0: about him. That's another division that is.
1: Yeah, hurting. they got a four guys heavy. This isn't
0: like Master Wado or something like that in this match, right? right? They had a pretty good match. Was that last year at, at Russell Kingdom? Yeah. They had that. Yeah,
1: that was yeah. a pretty good one. Um, This one, if you just go either way. I'm going to say Desperado
0: fun. just because it's fun.
1: Yeah, we need some title changes on this show. Haromo
0: has been junior heavyweight champion. I feel like for the last eight years, yeah, he's he been, he broke his neck and he still was champion. I know it's not true, but like it feels like he yeah. was.
1: He was like every other with like Osprey, Kushida, yeah, and, like yeah, Dragon moment, Lee, Dragon for, Lee a for a second, minute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's just been like five guys circulating. So uh, yeah, we'll give it to El Desperado. <laughs> he's <laughs> He won the title. Oh God, who else are we gonna give it to? <laughs> he's the old, He's the epitome of like someone gets hurt. We'll just give it back to him.
0: Yeah, Hiromu.
1: The other guy's not getting over. Let's pivot back. It was like that's
0: what Tanahashi was for a while, right? It's like yeah. we tried to try Okada's world champion. It's kind of working. Ah, eh, we'll pivot and then we'll give it back to Okada again, and then yeah, we'll go we'll back to, to Tanahashi Ta- again. Ah, you know. Yeah. Uh, Cena, yes. <laughs>
1: Cena's not going to be on the show for you. Guys. Damn it! Um, Sixty minute. Oh, why did I say that part? IWGP Global Heavyweight Championship, the inaugural. New championship. Uh, this is in place of the U.S. US title. title. I was
0: like, what the hell is this? Like, oh, I've been living under a I didn't know that's what they were going to call it,
1: though. Yes, so. it's, yeah. the, it's the, uh, what did I say? Global the, yeah, Heavyweight the, yeah, Championship. Yeah, Global Heavyweight Championship. We will have Will Ospreay. Defending. Taking on, well, technically, te- right? Te- I guess technically yeah. he is the champion, even though it's a new championship. Yeah. But he's, okay. he's technically the last U.S.-U.K. champion that the title's yeah. based off of. So, sure. Um, but Ospreay defending or wrestling... <laughs> John Moxley, Uh we're all excited. Uh Then hold your horses. Wait for it. David Finley. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And a three
0: way. uh, Yeah. So I don't anticipate Will winning this match because he's leaving.
1: Yeah. So my only, my only like three senses I'm pretty sure David Finley wins. Yeah. The only case against it I have is Osprey challenged Okada for their. For Battle of the Valley. Mm. And he said, if I win, I'll put the title on the line against you. Mm. And so you could do a very quick, like, he wins it, it wins holds it. it for a month, and drops him.
0: him. Uh, Maybe.
1: Maybe. Moxley's not winning. I hope not. That doesn't make any I sense. I can't imagine because he's not winning. I don't be- know why Moxley's on this, ma- on this show. Yeah. The only reason he was is because Osprey first showed up Umino. Yeah. And then Moxley came out and was yeah. like at ringside. Yeah. And then Osprey yeah. beat him. And then Moxley was like, uh, then I got you, then. Yeah. And that was like the whole setup. There was uh, a lot to it. Yeah. Lovely. Um, mm. But I imagined, Can you imagine that's
0: how WWE and AEW did it, where it's just like after every match, every title match, a new guy just walks out and goes, I'm next. That's how, yeah,
1: it's wild. And every <laughs> single time, that's how. What's the story?
0: No story. I just want to be champion.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I imagine David Finley wins. I think there's like a small yeah Osprey can win, have like two or three defenses. I feel like and this is right a away.
0: David Finley crowning moment type of match, right? Where yeah. you're going to be two big international stars and in Moxley and and Osprey. It's a triple threat where Moxley can probably take the pin and you can steal one. And there's a lot of different ways you you can skin this cat. But it's like okay, let's really start to get behind David Finley. He's the new leader of the Bullet Club group that just won't go away. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like the MWO. It's like I think it's kind the just, Japan style. It's just kind of yeah. Time Time to be done with bullet club um i could see it where david finley gets it but i don't know new japan does a lot of weird shit where all of a sudden it's like oh moxie won you go i'm yeah so confused i would i would my betting favorite would be david finley in this yeah, one my betting favorite should,
1: be should be a good one though yeah uh co-main event special single match the match we've all been waiting for this rematch for okay have we? I'm ready. Have we? I'm ready. Okada uh-huh. versus uh-huh. Brian Danielson. Oh. First fun. one I feel like was like a little bit of a letdown. But was it, it a letdown yeah. because Osprey and Kenny was I'll so say, awesome.
0: If they to flip flipped the matches.
1: It probably wouldn't have been as bad. Yeah, I don't know. Also, I also he also the, tapped Okada out, which yeah. I was like, I am so confused. I will say I think in total I think the match was a little boring. Yeah. Just in general, yeah. it also probably did help that Brian broke his arm like 10 minutes into the match, so you could only do so much. Listen, at the end of the day, if there's
0: not 14 Rainmakers hit in this match, are we really doing an Okada match right? That's we the real are not. Question. And that's, that what, that's not what they
1: that is not what they did it for indoor. Yeah. Okada he did not do wins. enough drop kicks. Okada's going
0: to take his head off, and he's going to win the match.
1: Yes, he will. Yeah. Yeah. Okada okay. wins 100%.
0: Brian's basically like on his retirement tour. He's just like, hey, I'm just going to put everybody over just because yeah. I feel like it. And you're just like... But he's the best in the world. It's like, is hey, he though? He hasn't won a match in like a year and a half. But you know, whatever. Yeah, should be fun. Yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be okay. I I don't know. It's one of those deals where like because you already see it once, right, and you know the result of the first one. It's like okay, so they probably level it out here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's not bad when they do it. No, no, for sure. Yeah, it's like it's. I think it's all dependent on story, and the story is just well, we want to see Okada Brian, right? Yeah. So it's kind of yeah, um.
1: Yeah, it was a match.
0: I wonder where Okada goes next year. I imagine he stays in Japan, but who knows yeah, at this point? I don't know. If you're Okada, think of, just real quick. If you're Okada, yeah. what else is he going to do? Uh, he's he, he's done... Every, I mean, he hasn't been global champion. This is true. But might be, he hasn't been any other champion other than world well, champion. Who well, the fuck would want to win anything besides the world title? <laughs> Never <laughs> open. World. He's like, what the hell am I going to do with this paperweight? Yeah. But at some point, right, it's like... Yeah, I've done it. I conquered it. I did it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I just think it's interesting, just that thought of it, where it's like, man, what if he did go overseas? Good. He's doing, wrestling in Impact or
1: for TNA. He is. And he wrestled a little bit in AEW. Yeah, once in a while.
0: Shinsuke's like, come on, they're booking me fine now.
1: <laughs> you see, I just beat Ricochet the
0: other week. We can start. The, we can start the new Orient Express. Shinsuke and Okada. <laughs> They can terrible. win. They can win the tag titles. Oh, hey, the unified,
1: which may no longer be unified pretty soon. Yeah. If uh, if Okada huh? here's if Okada went over yeah. and they won the SmackDown tag titles with yeah. Shinsuke, Yeah. I would yeah. go I this is not even real. Yeah. What if Okada's the one to beat what if it's Okada and
0: Gunther IC title?
2: Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
0: Slapfest. Slapfest. Cool drop kicks. <laughs> drop, oh, kick, drop kick, clothesline. Dropkick, clothesline,
1: big splash. Yeah. See, I'm worried because he already only has four moves, and Finn Balor had more than four moves. And no, they, he does not. Now, and they, yeah. they diluted him to four moves. Are we going to dilute Okada to two moves? We need a sling blade uh, drop. We do. <laughs> we really do. <laughs> you know, for this upcoming World's End preview or review yeah. or whatever, we need a figure four.
0: Figure four, we need a vintage
1: vintage In- insert name here, yeah, because there was a lot of vintage figure four. I yeah. saw the mm-hmm. show, we'll get there. Rick has anyway, been teaching everybody main event time IWGP World Heavyweight Championship match. Is this the main event though? <laughs> Is it really the main event? I've been saying it for like a year, yeah. Is it really the main event? Yeah. Sonata, who won the G1, yep. take it on.
0: Sonata, you mean Nido? You said Sonata, who won the G1. Oh, my bad. Naito won the G1. Sonata's going to wrestle himself. Yes. And it's going to be He's awesome. going to wrestle the blow-up doll no, thing just, that everyone else has been wrestling. Jim Cornette just lost his mind again.
1: Yeah, um, Naito versus Sonata. LIJ member versus LIJ former member. You have to feel
0: like this is Naito, right? I, I don't see a way why...
1: I imagine it's Naito.
0: Well, it's not as any part of L.I.J. anyone, right? He's, no, I said that's oh, why I said L.I.J. is former, because he's,
1: yeah, yeah. he's like the five yeah, just five or guys, just now. five guys or whatever. Or
0: now they're like just four now, I think,
1: or something. Anyway, yeah. long story short, I would assume Naito wins here. Yeah, just I assume Naito wins, ad. and they don't do any like weird call-outs after, and he just celebrates the win. Yeah. Because he won against Okada like nine years ago. I mean, actually four years ago, but it just feels like nine years ago. And then fucking Kenta came out. And said, I'm a, uh, I don't know. Yeah, Kenta's going to beat him. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, I'm with you. Yeah, I I think that's I think it's very clear and obvious that it's it's probably Nido's time. I mean Sonas had a good run. He's only defended it twice. I was just say he hasn't defended but it, but really he has outside. held that championship like a champ. Like he carries yeah. it really well. Like yeah. from the entrance
1: ramp to the ring, the New Japan style is kind of hard because, yeah. when, like at post Dominion, yep. the world you just don't defend the title anymore. Right? Because you do the G one, and then singles is like out the door. And he, and he didn't lose
0: any matches in the G one. Yeah, either. he only
1: lost he was the one the yeah. whole time. He won. He lost the one to Okada in the semifinal or whatever right. it was. That's right. it. So.
0: Yeah, you're like, okay, this is fine. Yeah, um, yeah, that'll be Wrestle Kingdom. Looking forward to it. It's a fun show. I January highly recommend 4th. you watch it. It's January 4th every year. It does not matter on the day, yeah, which Thursday. I think is hilarious. I know, Thursday like, morning. No. I'm gonna be... You're just watching it. This yeah. is what's happening. You're going for it. This yeah, is it.
1: Thursday morning, I'll be at work watching it while doing work. I don't, I don't work
0: till next Monday, so wee. Um, all right, let's just focus. Let's jump to what people really care about. AEW World's
1: End. Oh, wait, I thought you were doing oh, your yes, WWE topic. Yes,
0: I do want to talk about this. Speaking of Japanese wrestling, actually, thank you for reminding me as Mike pu- pu- pushes the mic away for a second. So, WWE is entering a partnership with All Japan Pro Wrestling, which is, in my opinion, super fascinating. They're sending over uh, William Regal's son, what his name is at the moment, is escaping me. Um, hey, Mike, you got a few notifications on your phone, bud. Just a few. Just a few of those got about a million on Twitter. Holy shit. I'm
1: Um, a, I'm a, I'm a popular guy.
0: Yeah. Anyway, um, WWE starting a relationship with all Japan, which I think is super fun because I think it's WWE trying to kind of, you know, open up that Avenue a little bit more, right? Lean into it. Something AEW has done a nice job with, which with the partnership with new Japan, um, WWE, you know, opening up with all I just think that's, I, 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 there's not a lot of meat on the bone for this necessarily. I just kind of wanted to bring it up because I'm interested to kind of see if that's going to be the roadmap, Mike, for a potential NXT Japan. I think that's more of the angle. Cause we know, here's the thing. We know that WWE tried to buy um, pro wrestling, Noah, mm-hmm. right. And that didn't go through okay with all japan right it's like hey why the hell not right let's see what happens here with that um i i I think that could be something where it's like hey you know we can build this working relationship we start up nxt japan and we get guys from all japan to be a part of the tournament you know and it's kind of like a half and half type of deal kind of like what they were doing with progress and those guys in the uk right I don't know. Any any thoughts at all on, on this? Or are you just kind of like, yeah, it's cool, whatever, don't care? Fine. I mean, I'm sure you've never watched an All Japan show ever. No, but yeah. I definitely have not.
1: <laughs> um, I've stretched to watch a pro wrestling Noah show, so we'll see. Yeah. Um, no, I, I don't love the idea of NXT. Japan. Just yeah. NXT plus a notion. Yeah. Um, I don't think it really worked for the UK. Yeah. I can't imagine it works for, like, NXT Europe or Japan yeah. or whatever they want to do. mm mm-hmm. um, I just never think those are fun yeah. when you make your own brand out of I think what's going I think what it is more than less
0: than, less than like the show itself I think it would be beneficial if more It's just like yeah we're going to call it hey we have the NXT Performance Center mm-hmm. in Japan. We have an NXT Performance Center in the UK. We have an yeah. NXT performance center. In that's fine Germany. like if you're if you're you know going I mean? around like, and training, to recruit to recruit and, and, train yeah, and stuff and, and develop guys
1: like, there. When they did NXT UK as oh, it was a show, terrible. I go oh, no God, it was no, no one's watching week to week on that because no. it's just not good. No. Like I don't want an NXT Europe show. If you want to go to Europe, set up yeah. a performance center yeah. and have people train and work and then go to the US for right. NXT TV normal yeah. TV yeah that's
2: fine
1: yeah and I'm cool with that if you want to work with all Japan to do that mm-hmm. perfectly cool but no. like I just don't want NXT Japan because you know who's not gonna be watching NXT Japan every week most people yes <laughs> so you don't know blah 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 blah's name yeah I yeah. think like the, there's like three people that or four people that came out of NXT UK that I like know yeah
0: Gunther, there was, Gunther, Gunther dude, there, being was the most there was
1: a, there was a lot of guys in that tournament where I was like who. The hell? Yeah, is you got this your team? like your Tyler Bates. Your I Pete didn't even know who Dunn. Tyler Bate
0: was. I knew who Pete Dunn was. I knew who Trent Seven was. Everybody else, I was like, mm. yeah. And I followed the scene. Even
1: I was like, who the yeah. hell are these? I think guys? they built up Ilar Dragonoff pretty well from NXT yeah, UK, and yeah. then Walters or, or yeah. Gunther or whatever. Yeah, pretty much. That's that was like the list. Yeah, I was like, anyone else? A. not there yeah
0: it was it was an attempt grizzly okay.
1: young veterans were there for like four four minutes i did like them too those are fun but now they they're in
0: good. they're an impact they're in like deadlock
1: pro oh yeah no they're an impact they signed oh yeah that's that too. Yeah. TNA. Yeah. yeah
0: so did Trent seven actually dna mm-hmm. was like we're gonna go sign a bunch <laughs> of guys randomly <laughs> we, out of nowhere we, we, like
1: all of our NXT uk guys yeah you're get on impact. over here you're in you're in tna now. get over here, you scamp
0: um all right let's talk AEW world's end mike um mm-hmm. it was a show I don't know. I don't know if this is results driven or not. This felt. You can say it. It was a swing and a miss. It was a bad show. It wasn't good. No, it wasn't good. I'm glad you. I wanted you to say it so that everyone was like, oh, don't oh, yeah, be the homer yeah, guy, yeah, the WWE yeah, yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, no, it was I, a bad show. I and now uh, correct me if I'm wrong here. Right, okay. and we talked about it actually in the theater, and you and I joked about, it, and you were like, I don't think this is a thing. I'm like, I was, because, you know, we were all watching the Lions game, too, at the same time. So I felt like we were a little bit distracted. But at the same time, I go, I was waiting for the show to kind of kick up a notch, right? Because AEW does a really good job of that, of staggering. We go, okay, we just hit another Mm -hmm. level, right? And now we're going to step up, and here we go. That never really felt like it happened for this show, for the most part. I don't think even the crowd was all that. Into it. I think the, and,
1: and for like a good majority I of the think, show. I think the biggest problem that World's End had over any other problem that we're going to talk about. Was that everybody was sleepy. <laughs> no, <Yeah>. not that. <laughs> okay. Was, and most of these shows, the past, like, mm-hmm. the last, I would say, six, seven shows. Yeah. Have, like, those two or three matches Riggle. that you're like, oh, here can't we mess. go, can't, can't miss shows. Yeah. I don't think outside of, outside of maybe Edge and Christian. Yep. Yep. Every other match, I'd go, ah, it's fine.
0: Yeah, right, because here's the thing. You didn't know who was going to be in the Continental Classic match until last the Wednesday, Yeah. right? And I still don't necessarily think they went with the most they didn't intrigue. The, they
1: didn't go with the funnest matchup. Yeah, right. But, like, story-wise, it was probably the best fine. story of
0: it. Yeah. Um, and Joe and MGF, you're like, mm, it's kind of playing second fiddle to to the Continental Classic, quite frankly. Yeah. And the whole Devil story, like, I just felt like, and I will say this, in, in defense of them, I do think one of those matches that I personally was looking forward to that kind of got killed because of, you know, Kenny's injury was the tag title match. Sure. I was really looking forward to that. That didn't happen. Um, so that doesn't help things either. Yeah, but
1: like I yeah, like when you go through so like all out for instance, right? Shit, just
0: go back to the last show they just had. Well, no, like I was gonna oh, do yeah. like the next the last yeah, yeah.
1: couple, but you look and you're like, are right, you at Brian and Ricky Starks? Takeshi to versus Kenny, yep. and then Moxley versus Orange Cassidy. Right. Those are matches, and I'm like, I want to go to see right. these matches. Those
0: not for the world title, right? It's just
1: high-story,
0: high high-stakes high matches where you go, oh, shit, here we go. Yeah.
1: Wrestle Dream, you had um... – let me run through This is this. not the
0: greatest show ever.
1: Swerve versus Hangman, the first one. Yeah, and then Full good. Gear also at yeah. the second yeah. one. Uh, Brian Danielson versus Zack Sabre Jr. Yeah. You had, um, and then Christian versus Darby Allen. I think right. those are matches that yeah. everyone was like. Yeah, oh. and I want to see it. And even FTR and Aussie Open or yeah, matches are just like, I want to see all these. Full Gear, Jay White versus MJF. Yeah. You had Swerve, Swerve and, and Hangman, Hangman too. Like all these shows you were like. like Box versus Kenny and Jericho. Jericho, yeah. You yeah. were like, All these matches you are like, I'm excited to see these. Yeah. When I looked at this card for World's End. Right. I just didn't see the oh my god! I like if like I didn't get that Kenny versus Takechka like no. oh my god! Right. Like, yeah, we're probably off. gonna see some resolution to a conflict. Yeah, right? the, or the something. guys I thought are their heavy hitter like Swerve. I go oh Swerve and Dustin Rhodes. Right, doesn't and, move and here's the thing. Middle. Even if it was Keith Lee, doesn't necessarily doesn't move, move do, the middle, doesn't move it But much, it, it is slightly better than yeah. that. Right, but there's there just wasn't that match where I'm like you know, like you could add like Andrade and Rouge, and I would be like that's a banger. Yeah. Instead, Andrade Andrei versus Miro. Miro, I go, it's not as enticing. Yeah. Like, it, it was yeah. just one of those where I just wasn't yeah. interested in a lot of the matches. Agreed. Also. Agreed. But... Let's get to it. Let's get to it. So, we opened with an eight-man tag. We also had a lot <laughs> of eight-man tags that could have just been normal tags or singles matches, but... Yeah, I still think that the tag title match should
0: have been a thing, just with Sammy filling in. Yeah. But whatever. Eight-man
1: tag, we had uh, basically the, the blue side versus the gold side yep. of the tournament. So, yep. we had... Daniel San Claudio, Daniel Garcia, Mark Briscoe defeating Brody King, Jay Lethal, Jay White, and Roosh. Uh, Daniel Garcia getting the pin on Jay Lethal is just... Wow. Jay Lethal's like, at one point, I'm going to win a match, damn it. Yeah. It's going to happen. We did joke a lot about Jay Lethal losing just for him to take the pin. I, I think it so almost fun.
0: hurts Ring of Honor's credibility now. It's like it, it, they show the graphic. He's a two-timer Ring to win world champion. He goes, oh, so this that title means absolutely nothing. <laughs> All right? It already doesn't now, but it yeah. definitely did. does. I, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think they're getting behind Daniel Garcia, though. I think he's like, Tony Khan, to me, has a bit of a, of a weird booking style in the sense of like when he feels somebody gets hot. It's, like, all about that guy. Like It's it's like Tony's like, no, no, now we're best friends for the next six months. Like, Swerve, definitely on that path. uh The Acclaimed,
1: definitely are on that path. You know what I'm saying? Like,
0: certain acts where you go, oh, this is really getting over. I'm going to...
1: And it, the funny thing is, and yeah. and this is this is the same booking kind of thing, is yeah, yeah. when a guy gets really hot, yeah. he hyperfixates yeah and he comes up with the greatest storyline yeah ever for this hot guy. Like yeah. Swerve. But then from, everything else falls everything else off, off the shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like like he's like Swerve's awesome. We're gonna put him with hangman. Yeah. This is gonna be Awesome. awesome yep everything else the the mass yeah. mystery yeah. and the tag time everything yeah else. that's
0: still going on but look at this but look at this yeah, yeah, and he right.
1: fixates yeah to try to make that one thing whereas
0: awesome. wwe when someone gets hot they're like we're just gonna make you wait until they're almost not hot anymore and then reward you and then you go god damn it <laughs> <laughs> so frustrating oh right. this guy's getting over by himself well we're gonna yeah. let well how long is it gonna last yeah. oh two years Oh, yeah! They go. La Knight's still hot. Yeah, La Knight still hasn't won a meaningful match. It's fine. Continue. Yeah.
1: Anyway. So next up we had. See,
0: I can uh, say bad things about
1: WWE too. <laughs> <laughs> next up we had Miro defeating Andrade El Inalo. and you know who assisted in that Miro win? His wife. His I'm wife shocked. See, so here is the problem with the turn.
0: Nobody cared because yeah. everybody knew this. Why they why they didn't just bring her in with him yeah. and just because it was like they were feuding but not really feuding against yeah. one another. Yeah, they liked each other. Yeah, it's it's like but they're still married. Everybody knows they're married. Yeah, like it's it's not a it's not a thing where they brought that where they acknowledge it on TV and then they go yeah but I'm not where I'm married to you for the month or something. Yeah. My, fa- it was just, my
1: favorite part was when they walked out and and they were like this is C J Perry's first signing to her group. Yeah. And I'm like, he's going to be gone tomorrow. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. So now he's going to be in the company tomorrow. At the end of the day, if you get these two back together, though, it's a much better package. Yeah, it's a much better package than him being by himself. She adds like when he was Rusev, that first run, like with Cena. Yeah, she was awesome. She made that character made him feel important. Yeah. Because she didn't get involved, right? She was just, like, a, like an we're ambassador. A, we're
1: sending the assassin out to get yeah, you. Kind exactly. Of like, yeah, exactly. Like,
0: I have this brute who is going to destroy America as we know it in John Cena. Like, that was the angle, and you're like, holy shit, like, this guy's a freaking
1: yeah. nature. Didn't help that Cena beat him, like, four times in a row after the yeah, first one, but... Yeah,
0: but still, I mean, you, you know, Sheamus is still getting choked out, but it's fine. But, like... <laughs> You know, like, but that was the that was <laughs> yes, the angle, yes, right? Yes. And so, like, it, it it made him feel special. Mm-hmm. That's where I think they need to kind of rediscover that magic a little bit oh, with no, him.
1: Yeah. Uh, next up, we had the AEW Women's World Title match.
0: Tony Storm made me forget that there was a TBS title match on the show because this match went on so early.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Tony Storm <laughs> defeats Riho in eleven minutes forty five seconds. Um, Tony Storm's awesome. Her yep. stuff is so funny. It's yeah. just. Takes me out. Good character. Good Good character. character. And I think her wrestling fits the character so well. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, Tony Storm's awesome. She wins. Yeah. I don't. I don't. She's gonna do though. I don't know if this is just a me thing.
0: I don't understand the fascination with Riho. I I don't get it. Yeah. I I think she's fine. Whatever. But she's also like sixteen pounds. Mm -hmm. It's just. It's really hard, right? It's like Rey Mysterio on steroids, in the sense of like oh, he's the biggest underdog ever and he still winds up pulling it out. That's how, like, I feel like they position her. Yeah. But it, it, it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't, I don't, I don't I think see it.
1: I just think that they, they're waiting for, like, to build someone for her and so she's credible enough to go, yeah, yeah she was the first no, no, champion. No, no, I'm so. saying just like in general, like, yeah. I know everyone's,
0: like, oh, it's Riho and everyone's so happy. I go, I don't understand why we're so happy. I'm like, I'm sure she's a nice person. Her in-ring work is fine. I just like, what is she? She's just, I'm mm-hmm. happy to be there. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: Yep. Next up, I thought this match wasn't going to happen Yeah. at the start.
0: Yeah. We had, so we had Swerve Stricken I was hoping out. it wasn't going to happen.
1: Yeah. We had Swerve <laughs> Stricken come out. Has like the coolest entrance By the way Yeah His song is so catchy Prince Nana's still dancing I, I do think it's funny That he's like the biggest heel And he comes up To the most catchy song yeah. I do think it's hilarious. And Prince Nana Looks like a and jackass the, yeah, and, the, then,
0: and then But he's walking a mean mug And everyone's like I believe
1: that But also look at him Yeah <laughs> Like if I was If I was the opponent Yeah I wouldn't know how to feel Cause I'm like So this guy looks like a dork Yeah Dancing down But then this guy looks like He's about to rip my head off Yeah I don't know how I feel Yeah But sort Do of I dance so, along What do I do No yeah, Keith Lee was not able to make the show because he got injured or yep. it wasn't feeling good or something. Yep. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So, Dustin Rhodes, his tag partner, maybe sure. something. I'm sure they're in the ranking
0: uh, somewhere.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, the tag division right now is just two guys you just put together. There's no actual teams anymore, yeah, so it's
1: and, fine. It'd be like that sometimes. Yeah. Uh, defeated Dustin Rhodes. Uh, he starts the matchup by smashing his leg on the concrete. Ripped his team. leg off
0: and beat him with it.
1: Basically. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, they're just going to write it off, save 10 minutes for something else, except hold your horses. Dustin Rhodes doesn't give up that easily, Mike. No, he doesn't. He's the natural. He's the natural. Yeah. Who also has a cool theme song. He and does. He come, and he came back out and said, I'm going to wrestle on one leg and almost beat Swerve a few times. I hate it, but Swerve Woods. <laughs> this was like a... So it's, like, the thing I hate absolutely most when you have, like, the dominant, uh-huh. like, Brock Lesnar-type guy, and then he just, like, broke this guy's leg, mm-hmm. and then he somehow Almost gets him go- to a close three count, and yeah. I go, how how does that even happen? Yeah. It shouldn't. He should just kill him. Just yeah. let him be dead.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't—this I, was a— but.
1: But Swerve had to be—this is a match where, like, Swerve had to be on the card because he's Swerve at this point. Yeah. But you could have put him against almost anybody else.
0: I would have just rather—I was just—I was still upset that he wasn't in the finals. So I was like, okay.
1: Yeah. When they announced but it was just, him versus Keith, I went, oh, it's a fart in church. Yeah. The problem was, like, I was like, it would have been cool to see him in the finals, but I didn't want him to win the finals. So yeah. then I was like, I don't want him to take a pin in yeah, the finals. that's true. So then I was like, I'll take yeah. him—I'll take him not getting the pin. Yeah. In right. the three way, like Jay White yeah. took the pin, he didn't take the pin, so I'll take that over right. over fair. losing. Um, but anyway, so uh, next up we had the Boo Fest match. <clears throat> A lot of booing happened in this one, and yeah. Sting tried to save it. Yeah, we had Darby Allen, Sting, Sammy Guevara, and Jericho.
2: Ooh. <laughs> yeah.
1: The tag champions of Bill, uh, Big Bill and Ricky Starks, and Ricky Starks, yay! And Don Callis' family of Takechka and Powerhouse Hobbs. Uh, Worst theme music ever. It is,
0: yeah, it's awful. It's terrible. Um, they could even start like that and then build to something, but good, So, like, they you know, oh, it's Don Callis' family, and then change it, but like, just this random one monotone note for 45 minutes, it's like. And they take forever to get down to the ring, too.
1: I'm like, yeah. this is awful. Like, the depression I had. I get it. They're bad guys. We know. Yeah. The depression I had at WrestleDream when Osprey was on a team. And I was like, oh, he has really good theme music. And then they came up. And then he came up to a dong for 50 minutes. And I went, this sucks. <laughs> That's funny. I love it. Um, But, yeah, no. Uh, Eight-man tag. You should have that th-
0: noise. And then I'll once every 45 seconds.
1: Bruv. Yeah. Just Bruv. <laughs>
0: Like, Austin Owens, Aussie Austin, Austin, and said, bruh bruh bruh.
1: <laughs> we'll match that up for next year. Yeah. it be a fun match uh, um, Yeah, the Jericho team wins, but a lot of booing happens. Yeah. So, like, I
0: was under, I did not know about that story until yeah. we, we talked about it. And so, I'm not going to, we're not going to spend too much time on that portion of it. But... It was weird how quickly, though, it was like, oh, we're going to boo the shit out. They sang kind of with his theme song still, but then as it got the music cut out and they kind of let him finish or whatever, the booing just took it over. And I was like, man, he's trying really hard to be baby-faced right now, and it is not working. Oh, you know. And then
1: it didn't help that like everyone who came down like either flipped them off or said like I hate you or something. Yeah. You know? well, because because yeah. you see like like Darby Allen came out and he's on his team yeah. and walked up to him and said and said something to yeah. him, and then Ricky Starks like flipped them off and like got out of the ring and like tag. Yeah, there che- yeah. When There's you're a lot of like
0: heels, and then you're like, and then st- at one point you do the spot where I think that's a really bad miscalculation. Whoever laid this match out, where you go. You've got Jericho at the walls, Jericho, and people are booing hard. And then you have Sting, hit the and everyone's like, we don't want to boo Sting. But you should just just taken Jericho out of it and just let Sting yeah, do I it. Just and, be and then people it, would have and happy, right? Yeah. So
1: then, uh, yeah, what Sting got the win yeah. on uh, Hobbs, I think, sure. or something. Uh, but Sting gets the win, and then they, they went from like Sammy or Jericho's music to Sting's music. And then they all went, good job. Yeah. Sting's here. Yeah. Yeah, Right. It was like a really awkward, like, can we just
0: like leave, please? Yeah, exactly. It was like, "Everyone get out of the ring. So Sting can make his rounds so then people can cheer for him. Uh, Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, it's man. Tony can't catch a break, man. He really can't, you know, and here's the thing. We've been talking about kind of some of AWS problems, especially like in TV deals and stuff like that. And we don't know how that's going to play out, but I want to make one thing really clear though, before we hit the rest of this card. If you're actively rooting for AEW to fail, which I know some people think that I am, I'm I'm really not. Mm-hmm. Um, You do realize that if AEW fails, no one's ever going to try to do this again, right? Yeah. Like, like legitimately. This is, this nobody, is legitimately yeah, your best shot. Nobody will ever put up the kind of money that Tony Khan has done mm-hmm. to do wrestling at this stage, at this level, ever again, mm-hmm. if it fails. Outside of like, you know, he goes to jail for like embezzling or something crazy. Right. Like yeah. something that like he did wrong, but like in terms of like, if just AW does not work, no one will in our lifetime, it will be such a long time yeah, before somebody else is going to go. Maybe I try it. Yeah. It, it's never going to happen. It took 20 years it took 20 years and a lot of, like... And it took the perfect circumstance. Everyone's contracts coming to an end. You had a group of guys that were all friends that were also top guys that yeah. you could lend credibility to that had the money and the wherewithal to understand that then an alternative could be created. It took the perfect storm for AEW to then find somebody like Tony Khan, who was a wrestling fan, who could believe in that vision, to then get a television deal before you've ever done a show. Mm-hmm. All of that had to happen for AEW to exist right now. So yeah. if you're actively rooting for AEW to go out of business, you're an idiot because it's never going to happen yeah. again. Well, because
1: like if AEW goes out of business... Which they w- won't. they've got no, they got money for? No, they got money for a long time. Yeah, yeah. But like, if they do end up at one day going out of business, yeah. WWE monopolizes again. They take all of AEW's talent or right. whatever, or right. like half of them will go back to New Japan probably, <laughs> and yeah. then the other half go to WWE, right. and then you just have seven hundred guys wrestling for Let four me, belts. Here's the thing. And it's- you want me
0: to ask, do? You really want to go back to two thousand six? Or
1: 2019. Yeah,
0: right. Yeah, exactly. Where Smackdown doesn't mean anything. Yes. Yeah. Raw is half a show and you just have to deal with it because there's nothing else out there. Yeah. Like, that's what people have to understand. So I just want to put that out there because it's like, that's something that's like very obvious, I think, to everybody who pays attention. Mm-hmm. If, if Tony Khan and his family were to go, look, I, it's just too much. It's just it's bullet after bullet after bullet. It's no longer financially responsible for us to continue to fund something that is hemorrhaging money, hemorrhaging bad press lines, like everything about it. And we don't have a TV, especially if they don't get a TV. Like if they have to regress and go to online or something like that, that's a shit show. But assuming that doesn't happen, if they just decide to say, I'm done, what are you going to do? It's Mm -hmm. gone. You know what I'm saying? So like really people need to understand that. I'm going to give this show a lot of shit because it wasn't a very good show. But – it's, it's not without lack of trying either. And I think Tony Khan sometimes, despite being a gajillionaire, man, whoo, yikes. It is, uh, you know,
1: crazy. Yeah, it really be like that. Yeah. Uh, next up, we had another women's match that Rob
0: didn't even know was on the show. I forgot because the world title went on. And I was like, oh, whoops.
1: Yeah, we had an AEW TBS title match. The match that all the whole crowd, for some reason, was just so into. I thought was so funny. <laughs> uh, Julia Hart. Defeating Abaddon. It happened. The <laughs> crowd was hot for it, and Julie Hart is good. Spooky. spooky, spooky. That's all. That's all we got for that. Julie Hart does her thing. Yeah. Uh. Next up, a lot happened. Yeah. AEW TNT title match. No DQ. One of the most annoying things ever, but yeah, no DQ. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christian Cage, Adam Copeland wrestled for twenty five minutes. Had a pretty solid match, I would say. Yep, It was like pretty good. Yeah, no, nothing crazy, yeah. but like a
0: traditional, no DQ, no holds barred. We're gonna go all yeah. over the place. Yeah,
1: they had flaming table that they messed up that made me really sad. Took forever
0: to set up. Missed timed it the first time. Had to relight it a second time. Misses the power bomb.
1: We got there. Yeah, it was sad. And yeah. then we have a new TNT champion. He did it, Adam Copeland, the rated, wins. the rated, rated R
0: superstar,
1: Adam Copeland. Copeland. Wins the title. The ledge got it done. Except, dun dun let dun. Me hold your horses for a second, because we have to jump back to the pre-show. Oh boy, where we had a twenty-man over-the-top rope battle royal and one kill switch, aka Luchasaurus, aka Austin Middleton. There you go, from Big Brother, from Fan. from Big Brother fan. So you're no, up.
0: Formerly, I'll give you another one, a.k.a. Judas Judas Craven Craven, from NXT. Uh Or actually,
1: Florida Championship Wrestling. We're Mm going to get super grand. Yeah, Judas, yeah. I remember that. And I can't say I remember that. He just talked about it a lot on Big Brother,
0: so I remember that. I Uh, wish he was Luchasaurus. I play a dinosaur on TV.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He would have won immediately. He's a fucking dinosaur. How does he not win? He ate a guy. Uh, yeah, so he uh wins the Battle Royale, so he gets a number one contendership for the TNT title. Anytime, anytime he any, wants. Anytime, anywhere. It's not
0: like Money in the Bank, but it's anytime he wants. It's yeah, a it's
1: kind of it's kind of like Money in the Bank, but like not Money in the but Bank. They want but he won a Battle like, Royale. But he won a, a Battle match. Match. Exactly. So he comes in the ring, beats the doggy doo-doo out of Adam Copeland, yep. and then he's like, I'm going to cash this in, except, yep. hold on. Papa Christian. Papa Christian <laughs> gets in the ring, whispers in his ear, and says, I'm going to. I want it. And there's a big tease.
0: And then he finally hands it over, and everybody goes, Yeah, what just happened?
1: And then Christian cashes in the contract and then beats Adam Copeland in 12 seconds to take back the AEW TNT title. Now, the question is, is this hashtag overbooked?
0: (laughs) That was the best (laughs) thing ever. We got to have a drop where it goes. That whole thing with a dun-dun-dun at the end. That was awesome. If you, uh, I wish we were filming that. The, the facial expression on your face was fantastic. That was great. Um, I don't know. The fan in front of us who took up four seats was not happy that Edge won. Like it, but all. then he got really happy yeah, when And he was like, "That in. was ridiculous." And then I had the guy next to me who was super happy the Edge won. I was like, "You don't really pay attention to wrestling at all." He's like, "I didn't. Can't believe he won." I go, "What were you expecting was going to happen?"
1: Yeah. Um. I know he got really happy when Danny Garcia won. Yeah, really happy. Yeah, I don't know. And then he started doing the dance. And I was like, I mean, it is a good dance. But. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah. So was it overbooked? Yes and no. Here's the thing. I don't actually mind it. Mm-hmm. that much because here's the deal right we knew going okay notice no dq edge probably gonna win he loses the first one he's probably gonna win this one right yes. but with chris i feel like the title because here's the thing if edge wins feud's over right because here's the thing it's a no dq match that is a blow off step type of thing he overcomes nick wayne his mom and christian it's really hard for christian to get back at him now right it's mm-hmm. like you had the no dq it's that's the blow off. So now, with him getting the win and then losing it right back, you now do what you were saying. And we milked this for eight months to get to Wembley <laughs> and do, but no, seriously, though, probably get that third and final match out of it. Yeah. Where it's a ladder match or I'm, I Knowing Tony, it's going to be a ladder match, right? And somehow the Hardys and Dudleys are going to come out of retirement and we're just going to try it, but it's fine. But, um, you know, and then that's <laughs> so, where, Ed's, you know, I honestly, here's the thing. Edge as TNT champion does very little for me. Interesting. As more than Christian does. Because Edge as TNT champion, you're like, it feels like Edge shouldn't be the television champion of AEW, Mm -hmm. if that makes any sense. It feels like Adam Copeland should be in the world title picture. Mm -hmm. Where Christian, because he's kind of gone, Edge has been at the top of the card since like 05 right? Mm -hmm. Since he won the title from Cena, right? Christian has gone up and down, right? He's been intercontinental champion. He's been, you know, ECW champion, right? He was world champion for a second, but he's also kind of been up and down, right? Where I feel like it works a little bit better with Christian as the heel, as the guy to build somebody rather than edge, Just be the babyface. I go. Where do you go with that after that? I don't know. I I, maybe I have to see it to believe it. I just don't necessarily know with Edge being the champion. It's like, okay,
1: great, he beat Christian. He's the TNT champion.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Now what? Yeah. So I mean, so how? So I think we gotta figure out how we're gonna fantasy book. Them f- getting out of this feud, okay. Them becoming friends again, okay. And taking on the Hardys in a ladder match at Wembley. Yeah, we got eight months to do it.
0: Okay. Well, here's the thing: Hardys could beat the win the tag titles tomorrow, and everybody goes,
1: okay, that's fair. Um, now, can they hold it for eight months without one of them dying? I'm just
0: saying they could. Yes. I don't think they will. They just gotta. They just basically you gotta put Jeff and Matt on ice until like two weeks before the show, and then have them beat them, and everybody goes, yeah, all right. Yeah. Um, I think the best way would wind up being where they both are heels and hardy's user face. I kind of think that. Yeah. I think that would be super cool. I mm-hmm. think edge, I think edge in the wor- or Adam Copeland, what the fuck you want to say? I think he needs to turn heel in the worst way in the, I think edge right now is boring as shit as a baby face because he's just super happy to be there. I'm mm-hmm. um, super intense. Adam rar right? He's not the rated R superstar. Adam Copeland. He's Mr. Happy fun guy. Adam Copeland who just got mad at Christian, right? Like they're trying to add the intensity. I get that. Right. And I think, I do think that part is working in terms of the feud, but he just feels like he's bland to me. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like this last run in WWE. What is he doing different right now in WWE or in AEW that he was doing in the last six months of his WWE run? Nothing. It's the same. He's just edge. We're happy to see him. He's here. Yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Right. If he turns heel, now you got the bad guy edge, the fun edge, the oh shit, like the sadistic, gross ass heel edge, mm-hmm. and that's so much better, so much better. And yeah. if you add like the because they're more mature and they're not doing like the shitty chicken shit heel stuff they did when they were a tag team, and now they're two veteran former world champion level dudes, where now they're just like, oh, we're just gonna beat the shit out of like we're, we're the like we're hall of famers. No. We're the best that's ever done this. It's a totally different dynamic. Oh. I don't know how you get there, but I I, I kind of have to see how they finish this out first. Sure, you know what I mean? Because they really tease it- the kill switch thing, so it's like, does Christian win the feud?
2: Y- yeah, you know so what I mean. Like, and then yeah.
1: kill switch turns. I have no idea. Yeah, I was just say like it's one of those things where do they get together as heels of like a respect thing? Like we just went through war, so. And we're friends, mm-hmm. yeah. so like I like we're okay with each other now. Mm-hmm. Like, is it one of those, or is it like they end the feud at Revolution? They take like four months off, mm-hmm. and then they kind of just like end up together. At yeah, like, I'm wondering like yeah, it's one like those the, shows, like, if, 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 like,
0: like if Christian wins the feud, and then Edge like helps Christian at some point or something like that, and then they're yeah, like,
1: there's like a respect thing yeah, in it's there, like, maybe it's or like, or, you know,
0: because here's the thing, like even like in this no DQ match, right? Where's that just friends? Yeah. Right? It's well, like, yeah. you, you know what I mean? Like, you can make that slant where it's like, I tried. I tried to be a team player. I tried to be the guy, do I'm getting respect around here. Nobody shakes my hand. Nobody does all this shit. The only person out here who gives a damn about me is the same guy who gave, about me, who gave a shit about me my entire life. Yeah, I mean, You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. I, beat, I, I came in here to, to be a tag team with Christian, right? I came back to team with Christian, and... We beat the hell out of one another, and it makes me respect him that much more because he is his own. Whatever the yeah. slant you want to go with, but I agree with you. I think that's the best course, and I think it would do mega numbers. Yeah, for yeah, yeah. like we're. Oh we're, my god,
1: yeah, we're just throwing it out there yeah. that like Hardy's win the tag titles at like yeah. June ish, yeah.
0: or even Edge and Christian win it, and then the Hardys as mega uber baby faces come out, right? And that's what you do, you know. I think there's a lot of different slants you could go with that. But I think that would be ginormous. Like, like that's such a money-making feud in so many ways. Mm -hmm. In so many ways. I just think Edge needs to turn heel. I think it needs to happen. I think right now he's stale. I think he's just, there's nothing about Edge that makes me go, oh, yeah, like, look at this. Like, he's got, no pun intended, an edge to him. Mm -hmm. It's just, he's just, you know, super intense, Spear guy, you know, and yes. I want more to the character. If this is going to be his last run, I want the best version of Adam Copeland I can get, and the best version of Adam Copeland is as a bad guy.
1: It's one hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, man. I think I think Wembley has to be Hardy's Edge oh, and Christian, whether it's a tag match or whatever. I just But imagine all the
0: shit you could do with Edge and Christian as a team. Yeah, and them and FTR them and the Bucks, them and the Lucha Bros. Like, matches where you go,
1: I never, what? Them and the Young Bucks? One on, like, what? There's a six to nine month run there of fun stuff to do. Oh my
0: God, it would be awesome. It would be so cool. And like I said, as the bad guys, Mm -hmm. you're not going to find a better two guys as heels together. They're they're one of the greatest tag teams of all time. That shit doesn't just go away. Mm -hmm. And now that they have all the accolades to go along with it, oh, Awesome. This yeah. is a good match, by the way. Um, yeah, this is the one match,
1: uh, like yeah. I said, when we were going yeah. through. It's like, this is the this match I think solid. people were looking forward to. Yeah, I was. And I think this is the one it delivered right. that people were yeah. looking forward
0: to. Yeah. So I'm interested. Very interested.
1: Uh, AEW, so, co-main event here, we had um, Continental Classic Finale, which mm-hmm. I think we can officially say Continental Classic A+. Oh, yeah. It was great. Like, I th- great, I th- great everything about the it was match awesome. Match quality
0: was really good. Um, You know, Eddie Kingston winning the thing.
1: Yeah. Fine. I get it. Yep. But, you know. Um, so we had Eddie Kingston in the Blue League taking on John Moxley from the Gold League. Mm-hmm. And Eddie Kingston, like you said, wins it and is now the new Continental ch- Title ch- Champion. champion. Yep. As long as retaining his strong open weight and Ring of Honor World titles yep. at the same time. So now he's a Triple Crown. Yep. Holds Three Belts Champion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm interested. I,
0: I don't know. Like I said, we, we talked about this last week. I feel like right now the Continental Championship already means more than the International does. Mm-hmm. Um, I am fascinated with where they go from here in terms of programming. Because the Continental Classic dictated a lot, right? If you know every night I've got two bangers. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's a that's a pretty nice easy thing to, to go through. Yeah. What does this look like? What does dynamite look like now going forward, right? Like now there's not that must now this week maybe not so much because everyone's like, okay, what the fallout of everything, but like going forward, what does this look like? Right? Where are we starting? This definitely feels like a a kind of like a put like a period on a lot of things. Yeah. How do we start back up again? Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested to see that. I'm very interested to see the booking for this championship and for Eddie Kingston going forward. I think that Eddie should not hold the title for very long, quite frankly because he's got the two other belts already. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you need to get it on somebody who is an up and comer, like a swerve, like a, whoever like now, like yeah. it, it needs to be quickly. Like Jay white needs a big win in the worst of ways. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody like, whether well, that's Osprey when he comes in, whoever, somebody to really set a benchmark yeah. for it. Right. Because I, 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 I think Eddie's fine. I think he's, I think he's good even. I like his
1: promos and everything.
0: I just don't necessarily know if he's the guy that you're going to want to have as like the, the flag bearer to like put yeah. this championship on the map.
1: Yeah. I would say the one thing about Eddie is I think he can talk someone into the room to watch. Agreed. And I think – at, like, he is on, like, a star rating match. Mm-hmm. I think he's, like, a guaranteed, like, three-star match.
0: Yeah, I would say that. I think I'd say that's probably, yeah.
1: Like, he's never having a bad match no. because he's the style, just, I'm just going to slap you a lot and, like, yeah. punch the shit out of you. A lot you. Like, of story. A lot of, a story, lot of story, story. A lot of facial stuff. expression stuff, yep. But, like, he, I don't know if he's ever having five-star Ragers, but Mm -hmm. he's a very solid three, three and a half guy, and so having a lot of matches. It was how I felt with Orange Cassidy is he's never having a bad match. Mm -mm. All his matches are good. Yeah, so it's just yeah. I'm interested to see
0: kind of how the placement is right. What does the Continental Championship mean? Is it is it more? Is it the secondary title? Is it what is it? Yeah. At some point, I know. I think. I think you get frustrated me with saying this. At some point, there has to be a hierarchy Mm -hmm. because then, like you know, like. If there's not a hierarchy, then I don't know, are they going up? Are they going down? Like, what does it mean, right? Yeah. Like, what does it mean to be the international champion? Does that mean, like, hey, we're putting him up? Like, when you won the Intercontinental title, that meant you were on the road to being world champion mm-hmm. for a long time. Like, there's correlation to it, you know? Warrior, Savage, Brett, Sean. Like, there's guys you can see goes, oh, they won that, and then they won that. What does that mean for AEW, right? Like, what does that mean? Like, Gunther, he's going to be world champion at some point next year, mm. right? It's because of this run he's had with the title. So, it's like, I don't know,
1: you know. Sure. But, and then a main event time. Yep. I'm not even gonna see two hours app. in almost. We're there. Yeah, two hours in. We're almost there. Um, we had MJF defending his title against Samoa Joe. And Cole shockingly makes his appearance at ringside, sitting there, cheering on. Just wants that pay-per-view money. Wants Sick that pay-per-view. bastard. Fucking bitch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then they're sitting there, sitting there. Uh, match happens. One guy is, like, dead. The other one's, you know, yep. fully alive and ready to go. Uh, they do the cool spot where, they, where they're they choking him. Yeah, And then they do the arm-raisey thingy. Uh-huh. And I was telling Josh how cool I like the spot because it's so fun at two. They go, and then they pop out. And, and then their one they, everyone goes, pops, yeah! Go, yeah, he's going to get out. And then his arm just hit for three. And then the referee got really confused and was like, uh. Ring, Ring the it, bell? I've never guess. seen this happen Buffalo. Yeah, because he, he, I was like, I've also never seen this happen before, so interesting. And then uh, Samoa Joe won. Yeah. Yeah, push the mic away.
2: There's
0: nothing <laughs>
1: else to I don't. I. <laughs>
0: <sighs> okay. I'm going to start on positive. I'm going to have a compliment sandwich, okay? Start out good, eh, then nothing good at the end, okay? Start out good.
1: Only an eh? Okay, that's a that's okay.
0: progress. All right. Good. Kay. They have kept Samoa Joe relatively strong Yes. The last two years. Yep. He's only got a couple odd, right? The Derby loss, um, punk loss at Wembley, right? Like, for the most part, though, world television champion for like two years, right? Like, had a lot of things go his way, right? Um, so in terms of overall booking and standpoint of, hey, you know, like, they've kept Joe pretty clean for the most part, where it's like, you shouldn't necessarily be, quote-unquote, surprised that he's in this spot, sure. I would say is an accurate assessment. Yes. Okay something we can improve upon. All right, let's get to the bologna of the sandwich. This is not 2005. Mm -hmm. And I don't feel, now you can disagree with me on this, that Samoa Joe, at this point in his career, is a person to elevate and or maintain the level of credibility and level of match quality that the AEW World Championship matches have historically been, yeah, over the past four and a half five years. Yeah, I would say, I I'm
1: I'm split with you. Okay. Credibility, yeah. I think it's there. Fine. I, because okay, because yeah. you just said, yeah, right. Yeah, he was he's got to run for five hundred yeah. days. He like, he listen. He's a former world champion. He's done a lot in his career. Right. Yeah. But yeah. cre- so yeah. credibility, yeah. 100%. I, yeah. I'm disagreeing with you okay. because I think he does have yeah. that credibility. When you mm-hmm. say Samoa Joe, people are like, oh, shit, Samoa Joe. Yeah, right. Match quality, I am 100% with you, yeah. where I don't think his matches are very fun. Um, yeah. I, he is, to me, we just said it, is that like Eddie Kingston, Like he's giving you a, a two-and-a-half, three-star match, right. but he's never giving you the five-star right. anymore. I, and the other thing I have an issue with is, to to
0: kind of go back on your point where he said oh Samoa Joe right I like I get that but it's Samoa Joe of 2023 yeah and I think we're 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 using the name value of Samoa Joe Samoa Joe is the Los Angeles Chargers of wrestling Mm -hmm. the Los Angeles Chargers defense specifically right I can name 15 starters yeah but it doesn't mean they're any good I, I, you know what yeah, I mean? I equated it. No, maybe not that bad because the church yeah, defense is a I, I
1: equated it. I mean, like, it, it's like the name value of, like, when, like, Rock Cena happened, where yeah. you get this. You're like, oh, shit, you're getting that match. Yeah, yeah. But then, like, the match happens. You go,
0: yeah, I got Punk Joe okay, good and then you might go yeah this was this would have been really awesome or was awesome 20 years ago
1: yeah like it was like you just kind of missed the boat but it's mm-hmm. too big it's like when they when they tell us about punk at Austin mm-hmm. and you go that's interesting oh yeah, it's gonna make money but it's not gonna be it's a not a good good match, match. Correct. Correct. it's just the Correct. guys punch each other a lot in fake things so uh,
2: so yes yeah so and then
1: all right I'm gonna end on a compliment right okay. okay that's nice all right I didn't think there'd be this many compliments
0: you have a true heel as champion again yes that helps immensely big time immensely yes because no one's cheering for Smojo, nobody Nobody. no no, the crowd was stunned and and I'll give you another compliment to that point kudos I was because I was too I went holy shit they actually did it now do I think there's a little bit of MJF is falling apart on us and he needs time off at play here yes I agree with that however if you're going to try to establish a big monster heel mm-hmm. who you don't have to already put you like here's the thing if you're gonna go this route and you're gonna have the big massive giant monster guy to overcome for whoever's gonna beat this beat joe right mm-hmm. joe is the right guy to do it yeah it's it's
1: better joe than a Wardlow. Mm. Better than a Keith Lee. Yeah, because that's, you know what I mean? And that's the thing is, yeah, if yeah. Wardlow would have been this one, it's like, it. oh. because you were like, oh, there's no credibility or yeah, yeah. match quality. Yeah, yeah. He
0: doesn't have the credibility. No, none, none. He doesn't have the resume that Joe does. Yeah, so, so, in
1: that defense, I will
0: say, I just don't think that Samoa Joe as world champion moves the needle in the slightest. Mm. Now, I'll be willing to say, I'd be willing to be proven wrong on this. And the other concern I have, and we're going to get to the, the kind of the ending here in a second, is. Who's ready to go on the babyface side for Joe? Yeah, the answer is nobody. Not really. Re- like seriously. Like yes, technically. Oh well, you can just put Brian. Yeah, of course you can. I could put Brian Danielson in yeah, every match, throw, you, and you, it you, works. I was just say you can throw Hangman in there. You but. could, but Hangman's just lost clean back to back pay per views, right? So the point, well, the point I'm trying to make is, you it's it's very hard to just immediately go, hey, here's a guy, right? Mm-hmm. That that's a difficult that's a difficult sell. Do you want to get to the
1: aftermatch? Yeah, we stuff? get to that. So, um, yeah. So, post match, yep. Cole comes out. I think I, I think the also weird part is I guess, Joe will, won
0: it and left. Yeah, immediately. Joe won
1: it, and I think it was funny because he did it in the most unconventional because no one thought that would be the finish yep. of like the hand yep. drop three. Uh-huh. So he wins it, gets it, and it goes. All right, see you. I'm out, and then leaves, uh, probably knowing what's going to happen is I'm not going to be a part of this. Um, And
0: did that also hurt it a little bit, you think, with (laughs) because of the post-match shenanigans? That's almost like you're leaving the air with that rather than Joe
1: holding up the title. Does that matter
0: to you at all?
1: I would say no because okay. I went in yeah. knowing
0: we, Yeah, we agreed, right? We're just, smarter fans so it's like we pay attention and go, okay, it's, there's a good chance so, we're going to get the reveal. So, here.
1: I would equate it to the same thing from the Rumble last year yes. where, it's a, where it's the Kevin Owens reigns where yeah, I yeah. go into that match going, I don't care the outcome. Yeah, yeah. We know Sammy's turning and that's the moment you're looking for. Yeah, yeah. So, like fair the enough. match to me, yep. didn't really okay. care that much. Okay, fair. Um, But yeah, so we go in the, and then the, the mass people come out and they start attacking MJF, kind mm-hmm. of attacking Cole, what have you. Yeah. Uh, They're both pinned up. Funniest moment where they're just like, hit me, hit, <laughs> me, hit, hit me, me, hit me. And they just go back and forth hitting, like, hit me, yeah. hit me, hit me. Lights go dark, hard dark. Yeah. Like even the video in the stadium, people are like, I can't see Is anything. It's sad that nobody had their phones out? They're all like, we're just waiting for it to be Cole. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, so, yeah, there's like one footage of like someone from like, the the the, yeah. ri- the riser section yeah. or whatever, and he's filming it, and the place goes dark, and you can't see anything. No. And I go, wow, it's like dark, dark. Like, usually you can like tell when someone's walking around. It's dark, dark. Lights pop up. Cole sitting in the chair. And all they're all his, standing behind all his him. All goonies are standing behind him. And you're just like, ah, that son of a bitch. Yeah. It's been cold the whole that time. That rat bastard. Who knew? Who, Who would have thought? And then the four men get released... And it's Roddy Strong, Matt Taven, Mike Bennett, and Wardlow, who one of us didn't recognize. I
0: did not with his beard. I went, who the fuck is that? I legitimately had no idea that it was Wardlow. Everyone's like, it's Wardlow. I go, I'm sorry. I haven't seen him on television in six months. Yep. My apologies.
1: Uh, yeah, and so Cole is the devil turns on his bestie friend MJF and, and MJF, they is, and they kill him. Well, not okay. really kill him; like they yeah. just kind of like slap him
0: around okay. a little bit. I have two things on this. Actually, I have more than two things. But I, my first thought is this: right? Okay. I kind of wish in this situation that Britt Baker would have been revealed as the first devil, just for then it to be Adam Cole. Like mm. where they kind of like swerved it to swerve it back, yeah. kind of thing. That just because cool. Britt's already, everyone knows Britt's with Cole and everything. It would have just, I feel like, added a little something. There. It just been cool. She was there, right? So like, I mean, like, really asked, yeah, asked asked her, yeah right. Something. So I'm saying, was like, saying, like, oh, it's like they did like a video thing where it's like she takes off the mask and it's her, and everybody goes, "What the hell?" And yeah. then it's like she's like, "Oh, I'm not the devil, but yeah. he is." And then it's uh, yeah. boom, yeah. and then we're just, you know, what I'm I don't know. That's just a uh, more of a personal preference. It wasn't cool. Second thing. I wish they would have beat MJF up more. Sure. Right. I wish they would have really beat the shit out of him to establish. Um, and I guess my last thing on this, and then I'll let you go on this is, and I, I think we talked about this off air. Tony Khan's number one priority right now has to be establishing this group as the single most dominant force in AEW. Yeah. For the next like year. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, If they don't do that, and I know that Taven and Mike are already the Ring of Honor tag champs, so clearly they're rolling in the gold. Um,
1: (laughs) They have all of the gold. Um, When they win those Ring of Honor six-man titles.
0: Fine, and I'll be thrilled for it, honestly. But, like, so, like, that is what needs to happen, though, right? Like, this is, so, like, on Dynamite, when Cole comes, like, Cole needs to open the show. Mm-hmm. That group needs to open. We need that good monologue of why Cole, why, that whole spiel because that's the first thing every fucking baby face opens up with. Everybody keeps asking me, why Cole? why? Why Austin, why? Why rock, why? why? Yeah. It, it's the same promo every time. but it needs to happen. Yeah. And we need to get it off on the right foot, especially because Cole's still hurt. Cole's the mic. He's the voice for the group. And they need to dominate. Mm-hmm. For the next year. They really need to establish this group as the group. They need to do everything they did with that pinnacle the first night when they destroyed everybody in the line. Holy shit. And then forget everything they did after that because it was awful and just run the show. Yeah. Which also means they need to get the title off Samoa Joe and on to Adam Cole the moment Adam Cole is cleared. Mm-hmm. The moment it's cleared. Thoughts on anything I just laid out there?
1: Yeah, no, I mean, I I don't disagree at all. Um. I think that's kind of what needs to happen and uh, I think the reveal was really fun even though it was slightly anticlimactic. It was like watching a like murder mystery movie and like from like the halfway point you knew who the person was, yep. but it was just like okay, how are we going to get to like how is the reveal going to happen to our main protagonist? Yep. And I think the way they did it I think was probably one of the better ways
0: they could have done it. It was the only it was the only person that could have been where it makes any logical sense. And I'm glad and yeah. I know, I'm sure somebody out there is like, "Oh, that was the most obvious thing ever." And I hate it because of that. No. In this situation, I feel like it had to be yeah. Cole. Anybody else it
1: doesn't work. Yeah. Well, cuz like I would look at it as like it's like a TV show yeah. in a sense of like mm-hmm. every time you watch a TV, like a, a superhero movie or something, you know the bad guy or the the bad guy's going to lose. Mm-hmm. And like the good guy wins, but you still watch them and you still like them. Right. Like it's like just because something's obvious does always mean it's a the bad word. thing. Correct. Like sometimes Correct. like and then you get the once in a while so you get, like, the Infinity War where all the heroes die or whatever, and you go, oh, I wasn't expecting that. Like, mm-hmm. that's a big turn. But, like, when you watch, like, a Spider-Man movie, it's like, oh, you don't want to see Spider-Man die. Yeah. Like, that'd right. be stupid. Exactly. Like Like, he yeah. wins every single time, and you go, yeah, okay, that was expected. Yeah. You but always again. know at the end the is going to prevail. Exactly. And yeah. it's, like, it's not necessarily a bad thing. You might love the movie, right. but it's just, right. yep. it happens every single time. It's the same thing here where it's, like, we knew it was going to be Cole, basically, from, like... September yeah. maybe October too on much. but it was like okay as long as they don't do it weird or like mess anything up along the way mm-hmm. it's fine yeah I actually yeah. kind of like that he didn't interfere in the match too much yeah because no, I thought yeah. I thought if he openly like cost max the match yep. it would like give it away too early like I like yeah. it was just like the blind review I am at the end.
0: I am I'm I'm wa- I'm very interested to see the dynamic between this group and Joe in the world title when's Cole going to be back right the the talking points right it's it I I said I gave this analogy when we were talking pre-show but I'll do it on too as well right it it feels very much heart foundation like in 97 Brett has the knee injury right He's getting he he had to go get surgery, so he's out for a little while, but he's still doing really good mic work and putting over the group and the group is kicking ass and winning championships, like adding credibility to this. That's what needs to happen. You know the best thing would be, Mike, is if Cole, Roddy, and like Wardlow win the six man's. Mm -hmm. Like Ring of Honor Trios, whatever one you want to give them to him, right? And Cole never even steps in the foot in the ring, right? Like establish Wardlow, especially, right? As a guy who can just run through people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like something like that where everyone's got something. I just think that would be really interesting. Um long story short is I think AEW has a really unique opportunity here to really kind of gr- get some momentum coming out of a time where it's like, hey, if we're hitting on all cylinders by the time WrestleMania comes, we're not gonna get demolished like we you know, like we have been in years past, especially with forty looking as good as it is. Um I'm really fascinated to see kind of where they go. But if they don't establish this group as the top dogs in the company, I'm going to be really bumming, Uh like really, really bumming. They need to beat everybody for a while. That's just kind of my two
1: cents on it. We'll see if they do.
0: Yeah. All right. That's going to be it for this week's show. We We told you it was a long one next week. We're we'll probably be doing some playoff talk for college football. We're going to be doing. We're actually going probably doing some NFL playoff talk as well because we may have a little bit clearer picture on that. Um, and then obviously, you know, we got wrestling galore as always. We're we'll probably hit on the day one show. We'll hit on New Year's resolution or revolution. I'm sorry for the SmackDown day show, one. depending if anything happens. Uh, but that's gonna be it for this week's show. On behalf of the Missing Women, he is the Zone, so Mike Merkel. I am the Mouth of Michigan, Robin Decca. Happy New Year. We will see you guys always in 2024.